Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org. Hey, everybody. Tonight we're going to debate, is Steven Crowder innocent? And before we get into our intro statements, we are going to review some footage that's relevant to the discussion. So, Grace, you're ready with your screen share? Yep. Give me one second. Do we see that? Yeah, we can see that. I see it. All right. Can you hear it? I just played a little bit of it. Or can you hear it? Mm-mm. God damn it. Oh, I see. I see. I got it. I got it. Hang on. Sorry about that. Here we go. I drew a boundary. I drew a boundary. No, no, you just did, you just did it. I drew a boundary of abusive and cruel. You were not taking the car. Because if you refuse to do white food things, then I will go pick up the groceries. Steaks, wood pellets, my grill. I know it's not a reasonable request, but I'll go do it. How about you first? Hillary, how do you respect the man? Yes, how do you man? Stephen, I'm a man. You see the love of that. No, no. How do you manage this? You're not taking the bus. You're not taking the car. You are 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 not taking the car. I can't go to my parents. I can't call my friends. I can't go. I can't be home. You're going to take the car and leave me here. Hillary, just think of how boxed in you've made me. What do you need me to pick up? I'll get it. I'll be back when I'm back. No, that doesn't work either. You'll be back when you're back. That doesn't work either. <laughs> I, I, do you understand the difference between my life being set to the second and you're going Steven. to be back when I'm back? Steven. The only way out of this is discipline and respect. If the only way out of it is we're at an impact. We are at an impact. Good. Because you can't have any discipline. Yeah. yeah. There you go. You throw your hand. You give up so easily. I don't give up so easily. You, know, you give up so easily. I, I, I just said the only way out of this is discipline and respect. You said, then we're at an impact. Steven, no, we are at an impact. Okay? I love you, but Stephen, Stephen, your beast is sick. Your beast watch it. is sick. Watch it. Fucking watch it. I'm gonna let go, I'll get what you need me to get. And I, I need some space. You need to just stop and baby for a little bit. Okay? I love you. I love you very much. I don't love you. That's the big problem. I've never received love from you. And the fact is when I go, look, I need you to do A, B, C, and D, you just be disciplined about it, you go, no. But I love you more than life itself. Okay. Put on some gloves. No. But I love you more than life itself. That's not fair. That's not fair and it's disingenuous. Hillary, you're right, right in the past. Become someone that's you made day in and day out worthy of a life worth. No, not as a wife. I didn't say as a wife. Hillary, 
You don't want to come on now. I'm not going to engage. I'm not going to engage anymore. I'm going to go. I'll get text me what you need. I'll get you what you need. I, I love you. I'm committed to you. Are you committed enough to do those things? I'm, I'm not, I'm not trying to Are you committed enough to do those things? That. You're not committed to anything. You're not committed to anything. You just said I love you and I'm committed to that. Walk the dogs, put on some gloves. Walk the dogs, put on some gloves. Are you committed enough to do those things? Are you committed enough to do those things? Are you committed enough to do those things? Walk the dogs, put on some gloves. Are you committed enough to get the medication the gloves? Don't you take, take that in. All right, there we go. Now I'm back in. So with that uh, context in play there, uh, if there isn't any other footage for us to review, we will kick it into our uh, intro t uh, statements here. Uh, so we'll kick it over to Grace uh, to uh, start, I think, there. Okay, sure. Abuse is an accusation that our society loves to hurl against men. You can hear it in their voice when they say it. Abuse. He's an abuser. He's an abusive husband. And who is the ultimate victim of this abuse? A pregnant woman. This entire video is the perfect setup to take a man down. I think something important for this debate is defining what abuse is. The definition of abuse is to use something to bad effect or for bad purpose, to misuse something. And within relationships, abuse is generally considered to mean treating either another, another person with violence, cruelty, harm, or force. Holding someone accountable is not abuse. An employer telling his employee to do better, to be worthy, to work for him, is not abuse. Telling someone that they need to have discipline and respect is not abuse. A parent telling their kid to do better in school or in sports is not abuse. Getting frustrated and raising your voice is not abuse. None of those qualify as treating another person with violence, cruelty, harm, or force. And nobody should bat an eye if anybody, male or female, says these kinds of things. Nobody should be concerned if somebody asks another person to be disciplined and respectful. But when a man corrects a woman, even though our, so our society says they believe that men and women are equal and should be given equal treatment, Suddenly, the man is the abuser and the wife is the victim. Hillary Crowder signed up for Stephen Crowder. She freely married him. No one doubts that he is a driven, intense, engaged man. He drives his employees hard. He drives himself hard. But when his, when his drive and his focus is turned on his wife, and he also wants her to live up to the promises she freely made him, to support him and to do her wifely duties as they both agreed as Christians, he's deemed an abuser. I think the real question here is whether a woman can fail as a wife. Is it part of patriarchal oppression of women to say that there are obligations and responsibilities involved in being a wife? Can you just walk away from a commitment that you made to a man freely for life with no consequences? just because it isn't working for you anymore. I don't think men are given that choice. Women need to be held accountable. Can it be too harsh? Yes. 
Can women and men get themselves into situations where they're too far over their head with marriage and kids and everything else? Yes. But both men and women need to be honest when they get into that kind of situation and not blame the other partner for emotional abuse. It shouldn't be allowed for a woman to go nuclear on her husband because our society gives that option to women as an easy out. When you get overwhelmed, when you're failing and you can't handle the guilt that you feel from failing, you just blame your husband and you go nuclear on him. I think in essence, we can either look at this situation one of two ways. You take the video on its own and you see a frustrated man trying to hold his wife accountable, accountable for responsibilities that she agreed to and her refusing to listen to him and walking out. If you take this video in the full context of the situation, you see a woman who checked out from this relationship months ago, wound her husband up at his most vulnerable moment before a major surgery, saved a clip for two years, and after he told his audience about their divorce because it was increasingly becoming public and was gonna be used against him, dropped that clip to a scumbag journalist to try to destroy her husband's name. Either way, he's the innocent one. And she is not. Thank you. All right. Thanks for your opening statement there, Grace. Uh, so over to you, Ben. Uh, you got eight minutes left there for your opening statement. Thanks for being okay, here. Okay. Thanks, Ryan. I, I don't have so much a prepared speech as what I want to point out here. And it takes a few viewings to see, but there are major things that are missed uh, in when this narrative is told sympathetic to the wife here. The first and major one is that four days after this nest video occurred, Steven Crowder went in for elective surgery. Now, elective surgery just means non-emergency surgery. The surgery that was performed involved car cutting his sternum, I think, open and inserting titanium bars to prevent his chest from collapsing. And for them to schedule that only a month before his, his wife is to give birth means it was a dire situation. So to say that she had she's pregnant and in a, in a vulnerable health situation, he is also, although you can't see it, it's not the type of thing you see, but he, he said on a video that his heart was pumping only at about 50% what it should be pumping at. Um, secondly, this was during COVID. And another thing that's odd that, that no one's really noticed is that he says if she leaves, he won't be able to be here and he won't be able to make calls. What he's talking about is post-surgery. And I and I've I've known friends, I know a friend who had this surgery, and I've seen online people talk about this. You can't even raise your hand to make a phone call. Okay. And she has no reason to walk out. I mean, there's obviously a problem. But what she's doing is hitting him at his most vulnerable time. But it looks like he's just kicking back and enjoying a cigar. There are many, 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 many things like this. Another another thing that I, I just found out yesterday, I was like, you know, I wonder what, how long you have to be married to get alimony, which is an important thing for someone who's deciding to bolt. The answer in the state of Texas is 10 years. And the smartest way to file for divorce would be to do it before the 10 years because the 10 years includes up till. So she filed at the end of the ninth year. So she could say, oh, no, 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 I wasn't doing it for that reason. But it really looks like a setup. And Kyle is going to say, "It's oh, women can't do 9D chess. 
believe me, I believe that women can be quite smart and quite crafty. It's not 9D chess to set up a man in the way that Steven Crowder was set up by his wife, Hillary. And the real question, as Grace said, is in our society, can women ever be held accountable for anything? Can women fail? Or is it always that they have some sort of problem uh, or some sort of mental illness that a man has to, or their father or their husband or someone, it's always got to be someone else's fault. And I actually think to say that women should be able to be held accountable and should be able to find solutions to problems is actually a feminist point. And anyone who says that women can't and a pregnant woman can't do things, and I know that both Stephen and Kyla have actually taken quite moderate positions on this, probably the two most moderate positions of, of all people I've seen react to it. Um, yes, they see this, but they nevertheless, even though they see there's a lot here we don't know, where they don't know something, they skew against the man. And I, I think they have no grounds to do so based on the evidence. And all of it points to it being skewed against her. One major point here, because I've gone through a similar thing in my own life, is that I think you may have a problem here that's on a very, very deep level. And divorce is a problematic solution to that problem. My conjecture is that Hillary Crowder had serious impediments when she got married. I don't know that, but it seems to be implied when Steven Crowder says we're going to release all that mental health stuff. I think she had a problem with this. I think she got overwhelmed. And it's really, really hard for women. And I think this is a fault in our society, especially traditional women, to admit that they're over their heads. And it's really easy and really tempting for them to just blame the spouse and play the victim. And I don't think we're doing men or women any favors by automatically assuming that the man's to blame. The, I've, I've encountered, I, I've, I haven't been on the internet that long, but I've encountered so many young men who are saying a relationship with a female, short-term, medium-term, long-term, is a nightmare. And there's, become, there's becoming an increasing argument, an increasingly rational argument, which I did not think was possible, that really it's not worth it on any level to deal with females because you're setting yourself up like Steven Crowder got set up here. I don't think Steven Crowder regrets having his children. I don't think Steven Crowder regrets what, what he got into, but you can see how the argument can be made and women need to start making the other argument that we will be held accountable. We're not going to do this to men. Maybe that's not what's going on here. I don't have I don't have omniscience any any more than anyone else. But situations like this do happen. And this was not about going and getting the groceries and how many cars they had. This was a woman leaving her husband and leaving her responsibilities never to come back while it looks like groceries. I'm good. All right. Well, thank you so much for your uh, intro statement, Grace and Ben. Uh, so, yeah, it looks like our mods are back in the chat there. Uh, sorry, everybody, but I've only got so much access right now to the platform, which is a ton. But uh, we're going to kick it over uh, to the other side here. Um, who would like to start on your side? Uh, I don't care. Do you want to go first or do you want me to go first, Kyla? 
six of these. Go ahead and pick. All one. right, Destiny's gonna take the floor. Thank you so much for being here, everyone. And uh, floor is all yours, Destiny. Yeah, sure. So I think that there are kind of like five things that I would focus on uh, for why I would call the situation here pretty clearly abusive from Stephen Crowder's perspective. And I think I would have to be presented with an insane amount of contrary evidence to override these five points. So the first point is her ability to leave this situation, both the marriage and immediately, like the actual balcony, is insanely compromised. She has a serious health event going on right now, which is being pregnant with twins. Um, and from what we've heard later, Stephen apparently has the ability to completely cut her off financially from her means of existing. So it sounds like she's probably not working right now. That's the first thing. The second thing is, it seems like through the course of this, uh, one reason why I would say this seems abusive from Stephen Crowder's end is he seems completely unwilling to work together to try to figure out a compromise to the problem. Uh, he refuses to try to compromise on the car thing. Uh, when she wants to take the car, he doesn't let her. When she offers to call a friend, he tells her instead that she needs to call an Uber. Um, it seems like he doesn't have any desire here to actually work together with her to figure out a fix to the problem. Um, for the third part, I feel like his tone is needlessly derisive, contemptuous, and insanely aggressive. Uh, with multiple statements like, you give up so easily, you have no respect, the only way out of this is discipline and respect, I don't love you, I've never received love from you, uh, become a wife worthy. Uh, these aren't statements that you make to somebody that you love, that you're trying to work out a problem with. These are statements you make when you're trying to tear somebody down and attack them and leave them psychologically weak and vulnerable for you to exploit or manipulate. These are not things that you say to a wife that you love who you genuinely hope or sincerely wish to work out any of your problems with. The fourth thing is, feels like in this fight, something you commonly see in abusive situations, is he's not really trying to figure out how to solve the problem, but instead, sometimes he even seems spiteful or like he's wanting to get even with her. Uh, when he points out that he is going to be locked at home away from the car, rather than expressing that as an actual interest and saying like, hey, I'd like to be able to do something. I'd like to be able to go to the gym. Like maybe we can work out a different plan for the schedule. He says, uh, feeling some constraints. I can, and then he starts to list the things he can't do. Feels like he's more interested in kind of like throwing jabs and getting even than actually figuring out a solution to their problems. And then for the fifth thing, um, the fact that when she tries to leave after saying multiple times that she wants to take space, uh, she literally says, I need space. She's unable to leave. Even when she gets up to leave, he gets up, chases her inside the house, gives her the leash and says, walk the dog, walk the dog, put on some gloves and walk the dog. All right. We're going to kick it over to Not So Irritate. Uh, thank you so much for your opening uh, statement there, uh, Destiny. Uh, and just want to remind everybody in a live chat that all of our guests are linked in the description. So if you like what you're hearing from any of our speakers, uh, you can check them out in our description. Uh, so Not So Irritate, I, I think you have still nine minutes on the clock. So floor is all yours. Great. I probably won't use uh, that entire amount. Um Basically, what I'd say here is we saw a three-minute video of an interaction where clearly unhealthy things are happening, right? I think if you take the video just at face value, Stephen looks like a giant raging POS. Uh, he looks like an awful partner. Uh, he's not supportive. He's uncompromising, uh, very, very controlling, says some pretty nasty things, Um doesn't look good for Steven. The issue that we have to like remind ourselves in the context of this conversation is the reality that we're seeing a three minute video, which means taking a really, really strong opinion one direction or the other on like he is clearly an abuser and always has been in their relationship or he clearly is not an abuser and never has been is to me just kind of insane. Uh, they have a nine year marriage. We're seeing three minutes of it, right? All of the outside context that's going on around this video, for example, is this interaction the worst interaction that they've ever had? Is this actually one of the best interactions they've ever had? Would completely skew how abusive or not abusive we find the individuals. Um, I think a lot of times when we see like really toxic interactions, uh, which Stephen did a good job of outlining 
many of Crowder's toxic interactions with his wife, we immediately want to jump to like using the abuse word. And there are abusive behaviors within this. The issue is that that's not enough to establish abusive behavior pattern. It's also not enough though, to just say it's clearly not abusive. Um, I think that that's just a pretty extreme claim. And I, I think we just need a lot more evidence, um, to really, really clearly make one decision or the other about like the dynamic of their entire relationship. Thank you everybody for those, uh, opening statements. Uh, we can kick it up into open discussion. I do know that there's a couple other screen shares that we wanted to get to. So we'll get to those as they come along. Just remind everybody in the live chat, we are doing a Q and a at the end of all of this. So if you have a question for any of our speakers related to the subject, uh, not attacks against our speakers, they're here on their own time. We want to respect them. Uh, if you've got questions for them, please fire it in the live chat for super chats and we'll read them at the end. All right. So open discussion, uh, we'll kick it over to the yes side to uh to uh kick off our open discussion thanks guys okay, we're the well, yes side I... is that right yeah okay. <laughs> can i start this just by saying so the opposition seems to be saying look we can't def we can't say that he is an abuser but we can say this displays abusive behavior that was Ariad's point and then steven followed it up by like listing what the toxic behaviors were that he saw okay he said she was unable to leave the situation both the marriage and she was immediately unable to uh, leave the situation. That's not true. He lets her go. He lets her take the car. He doesn't physically threaten her at all. The cutting off of her financial, her access to finances was an allegation made by her family in a statement that was full of lies. And she was completely legally free to leave the marriage. So to say like that it's toxic behavior in the sense that it's controlling, that's not true. That's just flatly not true. The first example you gave was like that he he does not control her. She is free to leave both the marriage and immediately that situation. Okay, yeah. So on this first point, I think we have to have a bit more of a sophisticated understanding of what it means to control somebody and to control space. There's a difference between saying like a person physically is not capable of leaving an area because the other person is going to fight them to the death on it versus trying to impose some level of physical intimidation to manipulate the person from leaving the area. I would say that when she's clearly uncomfortable, she clearly says she needs to get space and she's trying multiple times to get space for her to get up and go to the door and for Stephen Carter to get up and chase her is him trying to physically impose himself on her to keep her from leaving. Now, whether she's ultimately allowed to leave, I don't know how long after this she did leave. I don't know if any of us know the answer to that. Um, I would say that that is like a, a hallmark of an abusive behavior. Behavior, is when a partner clearly wants to put space between you and them and you physically impose yourself to make them unable to do so. When did he physically impose himself to keep her from being able to leave? He never did. When, when she got up to leave, he gets up to chase her and hands her the leash and tells her to walk the dog. But he doesn't stop her from her. going anywhere. She walked right by him several times and right and out the didn't. door she came, and right she out came, of his life. After he handed her the leash, she came back to the balcony to walk the dog. So she walked the dog. She didn't walk the dog. She left. They had a discussion her own in the kitchen and she, she left. She nobody, and she nobody never came that back. She, no, nobody's saying that she walked the dog. What we're saying is that he, every time that she physically moved around, he would get up mm -hmm. and essentially insert himself physically in spaces as she was trying to okay, but he, Yeah, but no, but you're, you're inaccurate. He did not physically prevent her from anything. You could say he psychologically did. Can we watch? Can we watch? Can we replay the video? Just the ending part, the last like twenty seconds. We yeah, yeah, yeah. It. I know what you're we talking sure about. Can. Okay, give me one second. Okay, while you get that this up, stub just, page sucks so much. Just going to remind everybody that uh, we are going to be uploading these to our podcasts within 24 hours of having these discussions. So definitely check us out on your favorite podcast forums. We're going to review the video again. So yeah, if you want to keep your screen share up and uh, carry on. 
Okay, so at the end let's establish here... let's establish a couple things before we watch this. Do we all okay. agree that she wants to leave the house at this point? Do we agree with that? Yes. Yes. Okay. Mm -hmm. We agree that okay. she doesn't want to walk the dog, correct? Yes. yes. Okay. And Stephen mm -hmm. Crowder doesn't. Nor want give her to... the dog his medication. Sure. And Stephen Crowder doesn't want her to leave the house, correct? Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. Stephen Crowder does want her to leave. Uh, does want her to um, walk the dog and give him the medication, right? Those are these are our two conflicts, right? It's her leaving yeah, the house. Yeah, I think we all agree on that. Yep. Okay, cool. All right, so then let's watch what happens here. Okay. Day in and day out, worthy of a wife. Worthy? No, not as a wife. I didn't say as a wife. Hillary, Hillary, come on now. I'm not going to engage. I'm not going to engage. She says she doesn't want to engage. Says she says she wants to go. Go ahead. Where is he blocking her, Stephen? Where is he physically intimidating her? We're still playing. Where? Where? She's free to leave. Just We're wait. getting there. We've all watched the video. <laughs> I, I love you. I'm committed to you. Are you now he gets up. He tells her to put on gloves because he doesn't want her to leave. Okay. But He's she's trying to leave. Imposing I did. Okay, just keep watching. We're watching till the end. We got 20, 30 seconds left. Yeah, let's finish okay. it up. And then we'll talk. Are you committed to do those things? You're not committed to anything. You're not committed to anything. You she fully leaves, and he still he stays. follows after he just, her, Stephen. Correct, he does. That's what I just correct. said. Thank you. Yes. So he follows he's after her. He's not blocking her. her. You said okay. She well, then was let's see what happens. To leave. Sure. Let's see what happens. Okay. So he okay. follows her to the door. She's trying to leave. What happens next? She has the keys in her she hand. Said, I love you. Okay, and what happens? Walk the dogs front and gloves. Walk the dogs front and He brings her back outside. He brings her back. She freely came back to get the you keys. I guess you she did. didn't want to chase her. And now she's picking up the leash to walk the dog. She walked right by him, picked up the leash, and then she goes back out. You so, can see. Steven, you are wrong. There is no physical intimidation here. You could he say there's psychological, but there is no physical. He literally physically moves. I didn't say he blocked her. He brought her you back out. You said physically. There. He, you can say yeah, psychologically. He, in, no, psychologically, psychologically would be him shouting at her. Right, verbally, but he gets up to the door to physically impose against her to bring her back out here. Let's right, so you can play to the end. Let's let's finish up these okay. last twenty sure. minutes so we can stop the screen share. Are you committing to anything? I'm gonna just walk the dogs. Put on some gloves. Are you committed enough to get the medication? The gloves. She walks right by him. Right by him again. And now, yeah, she walks right by him. But now, one, we see Stephen go inside the house, and apparently, this video says that they get angry and anger, and he says, "I will fuck you up." So him chasing okay. her into the house, why not sit here and let her leave? The fact that he followed her into the house shows that he's trying to be physically imposing to get her to do what he wants her to do. Following someone is physically blocking them from leaving? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yes. Continuing a conversation is is when pursuing someone is to trying... continue a conversation. With yeah, yes. when a partner... Hold on. This is an no, opinion. No, it is this not. Is just... sure. No. This isn't an opinion. This is a fact. If somebody's trying to leave and you're getting up, to follow them, to continue a conversation that they're trying to disengage from. Yes, uh -huh. that's, that's trying to use a physical imposition to force that's them physical, to follow through. That's physical, Steven. Yes, it is. It's not physical. Moving, he was not moving, physically blocked. No, you're trying to continue the conversation. Yes. If you're moving your material. So say me and Nick were having a fight and I said, you know what? And actually, I'll give it for you guys. He says, you know what, Kyla? I need some space. And so I don't grab him, but I follow him around the house. I keep trying to pressure him to come back in and do right. things in the household. There's a physical element to that. Because oh, if God. I wasn't being physical at all, if I was just being psychological, I would stay in this room. And while Nick walked away, I'd be yelling at him like, you you effing whatever, whatever. And then maybe threatening him to try. So to would it be abusive if you followed him into another room to pursue a conversation? Would that be you physically? Physically abusing your husband? 
physically preventing nobody, him? Hold on. No nobody, one said there was yes, physical exactly abuse. You said Steven physical prevention. Said. He physically said he was cutting off her leaving. ability to leave. Okay. Stop lying here. Okay. I think I've triggered you with the word physical. So we can try to come across no, some other that. word. Well, you're you getting wrong. triggered. Don't say I'm triggered. No, no, no. He, he wasn't verbally abusing her. He wasn't psychologically abusing her. He got up to physically insert himself into an area to control what she was doing. Now, in I order can't to say, have a conversation, you have to be physically in the area, Steve. No, you don't. He could have shouted at her from the balcony. He could have let he her go. So it's abuse to in... pursue someone who's leaving and say, hey, can we talk? That's, it is an, it is, that's physical right abuse. Give me a let, break. Let's let Grace uh, okay. speak for a minute here. Sorry. Oh, well, she, I'll let Stephen go. But she was he was in the doorway. He was physically in the situation. She walked right by him and then she walked past him. Then she got in her car and left like they said, like she herself said. You don't know how long how long after this did she get into the car and leave? Well, nobody knows that. But then that's why do you keep saying says. that? I don't know why you keep saying that. You could she, she well, might have left. Did, she might have left 12 hours later or the next day. Does she even leave this day? I don't know why you okay, keep but saying. But now it's well, just let's, conjecture let's based on the video. Whoa, 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 whoa. Hold on. It's not conjecture based on the video. You just, you're the one that's bringing up, oh, well, look, she left. That's your conjecture. I'm not saying that no. at all. What? Yes, that's your no, conjecture. Yes. Look at the edit. It's her edit, obviously, because she's the only one who would know this. She puts an edit at the end, and it says, after this, she fled the home. When he said, I'm going to fuck you up, and I know exactly what he meant. There is no, there has never been any physical violence. He meant, I, if you do this to me, if you leave and do this to me, I am going to make your life hard. Sure. That's what he meant by okay, that. Okay, that's fine. But that's but her no, 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 edit. Hold on, Steven, that's, fine. That's, that's, fine. Edit. that's fine, that's fine. But you guys saying she left immediately after, you don't know that. We're just talking it about what's in the video. It says right there, go no. back. We're so, do this. Okay, hold on. It says she I, fled the home after he said that. Let, I can let, bridge. Let's in here, okay? All Steven is trying to point out is that we don't know the time from when the video ends to when she physically exits the house and gets in the vehicle. There's a lot of conjecture required to assume when she leaves. So you guys are saying she just left immediately. But it sounds like what happened is that she went inside and then she felt threatened if we take the text at face value. And then she ran away from him while he was chasing her. Right. So like we don't fully know. The, right. the details of how she left is all he's trying to point out. Whereas you guys were saying she immediately, she's leaving right there. See, she wasn't physically intimidated. We don't no. know how soon after that video ending to the point of when she actually exited the house. That's it all. It was what clearly within the same interaction though, whether it was. You don't know that. We don't use that. That's not clear. You have no that's idea. Clear. She might have she 10 hours later. She says that in the video. Are we on the same planet? They here? got angrier where? and angrier. Then show she, me. Then wait, okay. Said wait, okay. Hold show on. him. Where, show yeah. him. Yes. Both. We're going to. Yeah. Tell me where it says she left immediately after. Too few frames. She says it. Let's bring up the screen share again. We'll try right, to keep everybody, uh, if everybody could prevent themselves just for a few minutes from injecting and we'll really pay attention to what's happening in the video. Um, I know there was a lot of commentary going on the last time we watched it. So let's just see if we can focus on uh, uh, what you guys are highlighting there. So okay. whenever I'll you're ready. I'll just play the last the couple share. seconds. I don't love you. That's the big problem. I've never received love from you. And the fact is, when I go, look, I need you to do A, B, C, and D, you just be disciplined about it. You go, no. But I love you more than life itself. Okay. Put on some gloves. Sorry. No. But I love you more than life. I love you. Just go to the last, like, I five seconds. Yeah. I need to walk the dog. Are you committed enough to do those things? Are you committed enough to do those things? Are you committed enough to do those things? I'm going to just walk the dog. Put on some gloves. Are you committed enough to get the medication as well? Okay. Okay. So just just to check that we're on the same page, can we all agree that at some point Hillary leaves the house? Yeah. 
Okay. At the yes. end of the conversation. Okay. We don't know specifically when she left the house, though. We don't know yes, like, the we time do. or anything. After he, by his own admission, screams, I will fuck you up at his pregnant wife, Hillary, who then flees their home. You're telling me this could be days later? It might be. No, I'm just saying it might be later that's than ridiculous if you want, conjecture. If you want, if you want, we can say that. Sure. If you want, we can say that she leaves the house within 30 minutes. If you really want that, it still doesn't I'm seem. Not, it, it I'm still just saying change. this is all part of one interaction. Sure. And the end of sure. it, she left. That's, that's obviously fair. true. Sure. And you're okay. denying sure. it. Sure. If you if you want that, that's fine. But it still no, doesn't change. Any... Okay. It's true. We don't know the length. All I he's saying to, is hold on, we right, don't moderator. I have to be able to finish a thought without him interjecting. Okay. Is that there? Okay. If we can, if you want, we can say that he left. There, that she left 30 minutes later. That's fine. We can grant that, but it still doesn't change anything that I said before. You trying to physically impose yourself to keep somebody from leaving and then being able to leave doesn't mean you didn't try to do that. Yes, it does. He did not physically impose himself to keep her from leaving. He did not block the doorway. He was sitting for most of it. She had the keys in her hand. He did not physically prevent her from leaving. Now, you can say psychologically he was doing that. That's fine. But physically, no. And we okay. know that even her propaganda d denied that there was ever any physical abuse. Okay. Can I just, have you guys ever worked with like cattle or animals or anything like that? Ever watched cattle no. dogs work? Okay. Yeah, I know what you're talking about vaguely. So you know how they'll push cows along almost exclusively without touching them, right? They'll just get like big and kind of put their body pressure in different locations. Yes. Yes. So are you saying that cowboys are psychologically coercing cows to move or do you think they're using their physical bodies as like kind of like physically coercing cows to move in different directions? They're using their presence, their size, maybe the loudness of their body. Would you agree to that? Can we yes, call that physical? Can we call that physical coercion? Yes, with the threat okay. of violence, with right. the threat so of violence. And that's how those cows learn to move because they are bitten by those dogs. Sure. So that's what we're talking about is we obviously Stephen isn't biting them. Stephen being Crowder. Um, but what we're talking about is when he's getting up and he's moving into her space and he's a larger physical being, even though he's not physically touching them, there is an element of physical coercion and pressure there. No, there is not. I know what I would do if I wanted to block her. I'd stand in the doorway. Right. He lets her walk right past him, like twice. He gets up and follows her into the kitchen. She is the alpha in that position, that situation. She's the alpha. She well, she's, is she's, exhibiting power by taking the keys and moving in the direction of the yeah. exit of the house, obviously. Okay. okay. And he's when following you her. Okay. When you are trying to placate somebody who is clearly the aggressor and you're trying to create space, you're saying, I love you. I love you. I just want to leave. I need space. And you're withdrawing into the home and somebody else is pursuing you. There is no world in which the person fleeing there is perceived as the alpha. She's clearly yes, trying she to had create the power. space. She was Let me finish saying, my I'm sentence. Let me finish my sentence. Sure. She's clearly trying to create space. She's clearly uncomfortable with the situation. She's clearly trying to placate him from getting increasingly angry. And as soon as she actually manages to take physical space by going inside the house and not having the continued exchange outside, he physically gets up and follows her to continue the conversation that she clearly yeah. doesn't want to take part in. Yes, right. She doesn't want to take part of it in something. Are you saying that if someone doesn't want to take part in something, there's no such thing as like the silent treatment that withdrawing can be a power move? Are you saying that and leaving a situation can't with no resolution can't be an aggressive move? Are you saying that it's never an aggressive move to chase and pursue somebody who says they aren't comfortable having a conversation? Uh, yeah, chasing someone with like a, a gun. Yes. So you also if you're not chasing pursuing them with a gun, someone. 
So he's the one who wants to weapon, continue to engage. Yes, but she doesn't want to. He's not threatening violence. He's applying no. pressure to her with his physical presence to convince her and coerce her to stay rather than respecting her wishes, right? He's not grabbing her because I'm going to guess that he probably doesn't physically abuse her, right? But he is using his physical pressure to impose. Yes, getting in somebody's physical space, even if you let them move past you, is physical pressure. It is physical coercion. It's psychological pressure. He's using his tone of voice. I'll admit that. The Does idea that right? he blocked her and that she wasn't the aggressor here is ridiculous. Does she ridiculous. have a right to not carry on that conversation? Legally, does she have a right to? No, morally. Does she have a right to step away from that conversation if she feels uh, like it's too heated? There are situations in which someone needs to con like needs to resolve a situation. Yes, does there it, are did some it feel like there was something there? Have a moral right. Does it feel like in that case that there was something that required an immediate resolution, or could this conversation have been put yeah, off it was a yeah, right. And I'll tell you something else about that little video. That is, wait, 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 I'm not wait, wait, saying wait, wait, wait. pivoting. I'm asking I'm a very simple question. Does she have the right to walk away from that conversation? Say, I'm not comfortable continuing this conversation right now. I want to take space. Does she have the right to do that? Did she have a right to walk away from their marriage forever? We're not talking about walking away from the marriage. From, from afar. You're, You're pivoting. You're she pivoting. did not have that right. She did. So you don't think she had a right to walk away from that conversation? Not. Uh, yeah, you know, temporarily it could be understandable, but she she should have come back. And there's no evidence that she we did. didn't have any. And she's evidence. been attacking there, him from but, afar but ever you, since then. You 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 try to make it sound like she just wants a little bit of space. She says, "I need space. I need time. I'll be back when I'm back." Does somebody have a right when you're married to them to just say, "I'll be back when I'm back. I'm taking space." No, that's why it was unresolved. That's why he's saying, "Well, we at least have to work something out here." She does not have the right to do that. Depending you... on the severity of the fight, you absolutely yeah. always have the right to take space. Of course. No, you in... do not. There are what? situations in which you have to stick. You have to resolve something. I'm not sure in that situation, but I'll tell you what else this looks like. It looks like the perfect setup. She played to that camera and she used things that will look a certain way in court and then the public eye. And you could tell he's totally confused by what she's doing. I think this was a planned thing. I can't prove that, but it can looks it... a lot like it. She's can I just go back him. to right to the camera. Okay, I'm not going to go there with you yet. Can we just go back to does she have the right? So you guys agree that if she needed like a 2-hour timeout, that would be okay. You guys agree to that? Yeah, you could take some space, yeah. But, but it, if but she not say if you've been doing this for 9 years. No. But you don't know if she has been. You don't, don't have the context. Well, I, you were saying, is this an absolute rule? And my answer is no. It depends on the context. I'm okay, saying great. that in general, there's a, there's there are circumstances where we would not. But I would generally side with somebody saying, I want to take space. That's totally fine. Right. Do you guys think it's fair that when you're taking space, especially in a heated argument, you might not give an exact time of when you'll be back. You might just say, I'll be back when I'm back. And that could mean two weeks, but it could also reasonably mean two hours, four okay. hours. Would you guys what agree about to that? If, what about Wait, if... Hold on, hold on, hold on. I just need you to answer that. Would you guys agree that her in a heated moment saying, I'll be back when I'm back, doesn't necessarily imply that she's Two weeks gone. would First be all, unbelievable she's not heated. if he's, coming, she's if he's not going heated. through surgery in four days. That's okay. an unbelievable insult to him. I'm going to ask again. Do you guys think we can quibble about whether she's heated or not after? If somebody is heated, it's reasonable for them to just say, I'll be back when I'm back and not give a firm deadline. Is that no, reasonable? No, I do not. I think that's, no, that could, said it 12, could be abusive. You said if it's it two weeks, no, that's not reasonable. Okay, so it's never reasonable it's to a just power say, move. It's I'll a be power back move. when I'm back. 
No, I don't think that's reasonable to do to your husband for nine of nine years who's going in for surgery and who has an extremely stressful job. I do not think that's reasonable. No. So you so you are obligated at all points in time to no, be there. No, you're changing it. You guys are changing it. You're No, hold on. Grace just here. said that you're not. A, hold on. There's nothing sneaky. All we're yeah, trying to do is figure out if you have a right to take space when you are uncomfortable in a situation. And it sounds like both of, of you guys. You are, I think Grace do. misspoke and she's you. You because you guys are playing this game. Not if you said more not sophisticated. So you you at first said, is it always right to do that? And we said, no. Is and it then you okay? Said, so it's never right to do that. And we, and she said she bit for your little trick. Well, because Why don't we, we stop need... with the bullshit and just say <laughs> there are times that when yes and there are times when no. Cool. That's all we're trying to say. There might no, be times. No, it is times... not. You're trying to play games. With Can I finish bullshit. a sentence? When, when you don't let me finish, it's because Steven, you know you're not your a point is weak. Let's let Steve talk, I didn't please. say I was a victim, but I'm saying that when you don't let me finish, it's because you know you have a weak argument, right? Which is fine. I understand. That's your argument true. is the same. Yes, it is. So we're just trying to say that it is permissible, at least sometimes, that if you are feeling stressed, if you feel like you're emotionally compromised, to want to take space in an argument. Is it of course. Okay every single time? No. But if it's okay at least some of the time, you don't have the context right. here to say whether she's in the right or the wrong. So I would probably side. I think it's fair to side with the person that wants to take a little bit of space. That's Why totally do we fine. have to say if we don't know that we have to side with one side or the other? Can't we debate that? That's what this debate about. Because I'm not saying I know everything about it. Because Stephen is the one that is aggressing here. So you would probably no. need a higher. No. Let me finish a sentence. Stephen is the one aggressing here. So similar to how an affirmative defense would work in court, where if you kill somebody and you say it was self-defense, you're already admitting a wrong that like, okay, well, I'm killing somebody, but I had a really good reason for doing it. Stephen is the one that's pursuing somebody that said they need space. Generally, the when somebody the says they need that's space, I'm just going to keep talking until I finish. Generally, when somebody says they need space, you ought to respect that. Unless you have a higher threshold of evidence saying, no, when they're trying to say they need space here, it's an abusive strategy. And I would actually go one step further. If they are saying I need space and they're using that as an abusive strategy, to properly resolve that, you would either have a third party or a therapist present to do so. You would never try to resolve it on your own. She's the aggressor. She's making the decisions. She takes the keys and she says, I'm leaving. That's her aggressive position. He's how the one saying, please don't, please stay. How is how is you She's saying the one making I'm the decisions? Yeah, but making a decision isn't always aggressing, right? Me making a decision isn't the same thing as aggressing She's, on somebody. Well, Me I saying I'm taking space isn't aggressing. It's yes, a boundary it and it's hold on. It's inherently a de-escalation. Taking space and no, anyone who's sorry. gone to marriage therapy 101 knows that taking space is the most important way to de-escalate conversations. Her getting space is a de-escalation necessarily? No, it is not. It can be an escalation. You do? You, are you are you too familiar with what's called the silent treatment that people do? Yep. To others, is that yep. a form of aggression? Maybe we're just misusing term. We're, we're using that is a, an aggressive tactic. It's it's not aggressive. It's avoidant, which is generally thought okay, of as well, the opposite whatever. of aggression. It's now, obnoxious. is it? Could it be? Could it be? Yeah, <laughs> should it be obnoxious? Sure. Could it okay, be fine. abusive? Even. Yeah, sure. Okay, all right, let's aggressive use abusive. or let's aggression. Use abusive. Sure. We can say she might be being abusive as well, but I need more context to know that. However, okay, I know that here's it is a almost... piece of context. Here's a piece of context. If I can talk for a little bit, yeah. I know you're offended by that. We'll let you but speak for a bit here. That's he fine. said to her, Hillary, you always just give up. Now, that wasn't just right then. You can tell there's been a massive history of her giving up and she is an avoidant personality if you wouldn't want to call that aggression i have no problem with that she has a clear tendency to avoid conflict and to give up and so, that can be a problematic personality type 
I'll fully grant you that being highly avoidant can be abusive, right? This is what neglect is, right? Neglect Mm. is like maximal levels of avoidance, but neglect is not aggression. And you guys were saying that Hilly was aggressing first. Saying something is maybe done something that's toxic in a dynamic is not the same thing as aggressing. Oh, whatever. Her, her, well, it really matters in this case because we're saying, well, we're saying in this case, back over to you. Great. Steven is aggressing. Steven Crowder is aggressing first. And she is trying to get space. If we're taking the video with the level of nuance that Steve and I are trying to take the the video. Men tend to be more aggressive. Women tend to be more avoidant. Yeah. Okay. But both can be obnoxious in context. The argument isn't whether who's being obnoxious or not. I don't know why we're. Well, what what are we asking? Is Steven Crowder innocent of what? We're not even asking if he's innocent. We're just asking being if he's a exhibiting That's abusive That's what we're behavior. actually doing. Is he innocent okay. of being a man? Is he guilty of being a man? And the answer is yes. He's guilty of being a man. So am I. You're trying to get out of it, Stephen, but I, I'm, I'm afraid you're going to get caught, too. It's not a crime to be a man. It's not a crime to be bigger than a it's woman. Not, it's also it's not, not a crime, crime to raise your voice. It's, it's not, not a crime. A, to know, be, no one said any of these things were crimes. It's not even a crime to be abusive. That is, no leave your house. Is. Or leave your house and never come yeah, back. Yeah, it's also spouse. not a crime. Yeah, it's not a crime to leave your spouse. It's not a crime to take the car and fucking drive away. It's or also not, not a crime to be a woman. It's not a crime to let's, be a woman. But it's like not a crime to be a man. This is brave. Very brave takes here. Yeah, nobody. Not, not anybody saying otherwise. Yeah, you are. You are. You're implying. You're implying that no matter what the situation, I'm just saying you. You two both do leave some room for nuance, and you're saying okay, but you generally skew way in the favor of this woman. And I don't see any evidence why you would do that. I admit that we're on both sides conjecturing, but you're like, we shouldn't make judgments about this. But let me go ahead and call him a piece of shit. I just saw your video. Nobody has said we Kyla. shouldn't make. Nobody's saying we shouldn't make any judgments about it. You probably just didn't. Like, well, why do you make them instinctively with no okay, evidence? I'm just going to keep talking. Let's about let him finish up his point. Nobody yeah. is saying that we shouldn't make any judgments whatsoever. There are probably some judgments that we can make. It looks like, for instance, they've been to therapy. It looks like, for instance, they've been fighting for a long time. It looks like, for instance, they've got disagreements over the fucking car. We can make some statements about what's going on. There's nothing wrong with that. The only statement that I think me and Erudite, or at the very least I'm opposed to, is absolutely saying in the totality of the relationship, Stephen Crowder is the bad guy, Hillary Crowder is the good guy, or vice versa. That's it. In this one situation, Stephen Crowder is clearly exhibiting abusive behavior. Hillary Crowder might oh. be exhibiting Let, abusive behavior. Let's kick it but we need race. more context to, to say if she is. We don't really need much more context to say if Stephen is. Again, it's almost never okay to pursue somebody that's saying they're trying to take space in an argument. That is arguably an abusive behavior, especially if you're doing it by moving your body around to follow them around when they've said they wanted to disengage okay, okay. from an argument. All right. Well, Stephen, you mentioned two other things that proved that he was displaying toxic, abusive behavior. You said he was completely unwilling to work together with her. When he said, Hillary, come on, let's work this out. Hillary, you give up so easily. And she was the one leaving and not engaging while he was trying to continue the conversation. Secondly, you said his tone was derisive. And the examples you gave for his tone being derisive were, you give up easily, you have no respect. The only way out of this is discipline and respect. You said that those are ways of tearing somebody down psychologically. That is clearly not abuse. That is called holding somebody accountable for the promises they made to you, for the standard they agreed to be held to. That's not abuse. That's not misusing the other person. Um, I Fuck, my door is on. Hold on, I'm sorry. One second. Okay. Um, sure, I'll, I'll, I'll toss in. I guess that's a little bit more towards Stephen. But um, Grace, how do you feel about him saying, I don't love you? 
Do you think that okay. that's in I'm any sorry. ways a reasonable criticism or something that's going to be productive in a conversation with your wife uh, to figure out your problems? I got it. I believe what was happening when she, when he said, I don't love you, is she kept saying, I love you, I love you. And he was saying, well, you've never shown love to me. And I believe he was frustrated. And he said, oh, I don't love you. I do not think that's abusive. I don't think it's intended to tear her down. I think he's saying, let's cut I just asked if it's, a, if it's him giving valid criticisms. I didn't ask any of these other things. Is it a, because you said him saying, you know, you need to be disciplined, respectable. These are all examples of him just giving legitimate criticisms to his wife. Is saying, I don't love you, a legitimate criticism to your wife? Uh, well, I mean, I think you have to view it in the context of what he was saying. Just alone, it seems harsh. But if you see what he said right after it, he said, because you've never shown me love in this relationship by showing your love instead of just saying you love me. So it, it's yeah. exactly totally within that, that context. Wait, wouldn't that imply then that if he doesn't love her, then he's not showing her love either in that? If that's the context of it, wouldn't that necessarily imply that he's basically saying no. neither of us show each other love ever? Why no. would he say, I don't love you after complaining about her not showing him love? Why do you make that leap? He is saying you have never manifested your I love you, I love you, I love you in any actions or at I'm least to such an extent that. He's saying, I ask you to do these minor things and you don't do them. And then you tell me you love me. And he's pointing out that that is abusive. What is wrong with that? He may be, well, he's not, he he's may not, be wrong. No, why are you out. running this debate, Kyla? Why are you in charge? You and Stephen are not in charge of this debate. Ryan is. Okay. But go well, ahead. Can I respond, Ryan? Or... <laughs> are you done, Ben? I think okay. we're Thank good. Okay. Um, so the question is still, I don't love you. Doesn't seem productive. In fact, it seems evidence of I, Stephen's point that he's not trying to find compromise. He's not trying to work on things. I don't think saying things like I don't love you is okay. helpful in any way to a conversation. Okay. Can I push back on that? Sure thing. Okay. Let's go. If you've got two options that you feel like, because this is kind of end game, let's just say that he's aware this is kind of end game. He's getting the hint that she's pulling something here because he does act very like, what do you mean by that? Okay. So he's saying, now you're saying is him saying, look, I really want to have this out. I've never seen any love in action from you. And she's taking the keys and leaving. Which of the two of those are engaged? I want an answer to that. Which of those two are going to engage and which one is bolting? She's, she's leaving the situation. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So is it abusive for him to say like, well, let's have it out. Uh, well, he doesn't say, let's have it out. He well, says, that's what I don't he's love saying. you. You're not showing me love. You need to be a better wife. Well, do your wife it be you? that he doesn't love her anymore? Is that okay for him to say if that's honest, the honest if truth? If that's true, then doesn't that undermine every single thing you've been saying and that he's the one that's essentially leaving? Doesn't that kind of like coincide with him hiring the divorce lawyer for, first and everything? If he really, he's... truly doesn't love her anymore? And if even if he does, does not love her anymore, then why would she stay and have the conversation? It seems like she should just leave. But he then explains what the problem is. She doesn't do anything. Right? Do you think that here's a question? Do you think that it's ever constructive in a fight with a wife or a significant other or or any family member ever? Do you think it's ever constructive to say, I don't love you? Yes. If someone is using the I love you thing in this manipulative way, I, oh, does a man have to be perfect? He explained it right after that. Maybe. Nobody, yes. Like, OK, so says he, he says she says he, he's basically saying to her, I fucking hate this tactic that you do of saying, I love you. I love you. It's bullshit because love manifests itself in action. I believe that's true. Do you guys believe that's true? That saying, I love you and not doing anything or not showing that love 
in whatever ways are normal to show that. It's like it's like coming to your boss and saying, I love this job. And then you don't do anything. Can your so, boss say, I think you suck as an employee at some point? So I think you hit the, I think this is what you said at the beginning. It's never just about the groceries. It's not really about walking the dog, right? He's like fixating right. on this, but I don't actually know if this is a valuable critique. If Stephen is actually, Stephen Carter here is actually feeling like the problem is that they don't love on each other, that he isn't shown enough love. I don't think that any of the way that he's approaching this conversation is in any way conductive to this conversation going well. Would you agree, Ben, that in no. your view, that the man's responsibility is that if he's confronting her, it's the man's responsibility to lead the conversation? Would you agree with that? No, I don't think. I think marriage is a partnership. And I think if if you're in a situation, look, this is the thing. If you think it's just about going and getting groceries and how many cars they have, okay, fine. But this is clearly an end game, and that's manifested by the fact that at the end of this conversation, she left him forever and is now attacking him publicly. Max she, maybe she left because at the end of their last fight, he said, I'm going to fuck you up, and she didn't feel safe in the house. Yeah, right, because you buy the propaganda. That's I'm just going edit. by what's reported in the... It's not reported. On. Why? That's her propaganda. There are only Both? two people that could possibly know what happened in that conversation. Uh, unless, sure, and unless the, they're lying about the court docs or whatever, supposedly Steven Crowder has admitted as much that he did say that, that I'm going to fuck you up. Court docs? It's an edit of a video from a Nest uh, from an, uh, from a Nest camera. My understanding is. is that the writer of that article Ring. said that the writer of the article, Yasher or whatever, said that um, both of them agreed that he had made that statement. So it sounds to me, he, they, he said that he admitted that. Statement. So it sounds to me like this is showing up in a court doc somewhere or some police statements or okay, something. Now you're guessing. Group. You're guessing. Okay, hold on. Do you acknowledge either he is reporting this somewhere or he totally made it up? She is reporting it, obviously. Okay, she is so, reporting okay, it. Okay, so and I'm assuming wait, they're wait, not wait. lying about what's in like a court doc or a police report. Because that's Why would what there it, be a police report if you have an argument with someone? There could be a police report for all sorts of reasons. But it says in no, the there article. there can't be one. So it argument. says in the article, now it could be that the article is just lying, but in the article they explicitly state that Steven Crowder does not deny that he said he would fuck her up. Yeah, I oh. don't deny that either, but I'm saying you take well, you don't deny those that, why are you arguing me about words this? out of context, and you can say to someone, I'm going to fuck you up if you do this to me. And you can mean, I am going to go to war with you legally, and I'm going to try to get custody of, your, of our kids or something That's like fine. that. And somebody might feel uncomfortable and after you say that and want to leave the house. Yeah, and someone also could be twisting that, and that's obviously what's going on here, to make it look obvious? like he threatened her phys uh, violently. Yes, it is. All right, let's talk about oh, that article. It is, it is. We saying, know saying that who wrote that article. This guy is an absolute scumbag who takes advantage of women in difficult situations. The Some rich woman gave him $200,000. He had a sewer. You, it doesn't meet the most minimum journalistic standards. This is obviously a hit piece from beginning to end. It's propaganda. No one would quote her family journalistically. There's no such thing as her family. Only mafia people use that kind of language. It's poorly written. It's clearly propaganda for her narrative. Which How is, is that her family not an acceptable quote? What do you mean? What 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 does her family say? What do, what does her family mean? My guess is it's probably going to be things like mother and father or whatever family member she's confiding in about the dis the divorce. So you're going to quote something and you don't even say who it's from. It just says her family. Well, well there's a, allegations a family can be reported. Oh, okay, so now you're saying this is great journalism. The guy is a total it was, scumbag. Nobody I said never it was said it was. Nobody here. But you're said taking that. what is being said there 
as true. Here is the only statement I'm taking as being true. Now, you can say that this was totally fabricated. That is within your right. If you want to claim that, that's fine. But according to the article, according to the article, Stephen Crowder himself has agreed that he told his wife, I will fuck you up. And you keep dancing this awkward line where you're trying to say, well, there's no proof that he said it. But then you're also justifying it at the same time saying, oh, well, he probably said it. But when he said it, he just meant that he's going to like take her to court if she tries to fuck with him or whatever. Right. So I don't know which one, which which side you want to do. You want to do that? He didn't say it at all. We're just not going to believe the article, which is fine. Or do you want to take that? Well, he maybe said it, but he's justified if he did. Which which argument do you want to take there? Well, you you can take the whole the whole that whole clip and say, okay, do I think that's legit? Is that a legit clip? I do. Someone could say, well, that's all A.I., but. I think it's I think it was her that edited that clip to to exactly that way and added the thing at the end. It's obviously someone who's working on her side because Steven Crowder had said and he and I think this was a mistake. He said you can never badmouth your wife in public. So when he made he's doing the white knight thing and saying I don't want to bring the bring the family into this. And I think he makes a mistake by doing that. Clearly Why she do you think it's a white thing to not want to attack code. So you make this all make sense you believe that she has like machiavelli and you planned this out for the last two years had the fight saved everything but yep. she's also so stupid that she would edit a clip that could be used as liable against her of defamation and just lie blatantly on a clip no, that so she knows is going to be used in court so she's no. a 90 chess genius machiavellian superhero who plotted this out maybe even staged the fight saved all this you know planned these things for two years but also she's too stupid to not realize that if she just blatantly lies in like nope. videos and edits that it won't get caught in court no that's not she's libel these things yeah, let's kick it over to no no you're not listening bit. it's it's not libel if you edit something in a way that is uh what's the word uh misleading and i, I don't deny saying, that he said those do you, words do you I'm think just that, that would get taken used... totally out of context how do you think in court they're going to feel the judge is going to feel to see, for example, let's take for granted everything you're saying is true. And the wife did all of these things. Do you think that yeah. the wife is going to look at this good and be like, oh, so when you say he fucked you up, that didn't happen at all. You just said that publicly to. No, no, we're, to we're not what? saying that didn't happen, but all, you're not even listening end, at the end. OK, we're not saying that didn't happen, but all she includes is that he got <laughs> angry and angry. Then he said this. We're not saying he didn't say that. And then she fled the home that is intended to portray it as he was getting threatening to her and she fled away from him when in reality that's her, what she says about the situation so, so you guys now agree that he did say this you guys believe that he did said i'm going to fuck we you never up. denied it if you pay attention you, okay you'll but if learn. somebody's saying they're gonna fuck you up why can't you also say well i feel uncomfortable staying in this house okay well if it was said in the context of like if you leave here and do this to me i'm gonna fuck you up okay we have to ask this question if a man has never raised his hand and she admits this never raised his hand at her physically. And she's pregnant with twins eight months in. And you see his behavior. He is not in any way impeding her, despite your lie that he is. He, you're telling me that he's physically threatening to assault a woman with twins who is eight months pregnant. That is un- I don't even know who you're arguing against. Right now. Did anybody here say that? Who said that? That is the clear implication of taking those words out of context. Why not just, we're both here. You don't have to ask us about our implications. You just ask us what we mean. I don't know why we're dealing with implications. Well, that's what it is. When you when you look at something that is edited misleadingly and Wait, you what two make all sorts of assumptions about it based on your what do you uh, think is, like unhealthy sorry. hatred of masculinity. What do you think is misleadingly edited? 
Well, the words I'll fuck you up taken out of context are clearly like Stephen. I said to you at the end of our interview, I said, I'm going to fuck you up tomorrow in this interview. Correct. Okay. now I don't you you could say, oh, I'm afraid of Ben Thorpe. He's I'm going to sue him. I'm a victim of him. But you, you know that it was in the context of debate, right? Yeah, but I'm not your two like or two twins, like nine month pregnant wife standing outside a balcony with you. I'd probably feel a lot differently if we were in person. Do you understand that? That a man saying wait, to another man wait, on the wait, internet. So now you are on, wait, 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 wait. that it was a, a physical man, threat. No, no. I'm just saying that a yeah, man on the internet saying, I'm going to fuck you up. It comes up a lot different than a man saying that in real life, right? It can make somebody feel a lot less comfortable. Wait, so are you are you guys saying or not? Okay, it says Stephen got angry and angrier. He said, I'm going to fuck you up. And she fled the home. You're saying that's abusive that he said that. Are you saying that because it was a physical threat or are you saying it because it was verbal abuse? Which all, one are you saying? This is all I'm saying. I'm going to repeat this for the 20 millionth time. All I'm saying is that if you're in a household with somebody, especially your husband, and he says, I'm going to fuck you up for any reason, even if there's no physical threat, you might feel uncomfortable such that you're like, I need to leave this house. I don't feel comfortable here. That it would be totally within your right to say that. Yeah, this was at the end. This was the end of the end game. And it, like he's he's saying like don't do this. I'm gonna fuck you up. He was threatening her, whatever. Okay. With do you think? Let's just ask. Let's try easy. Yes or no? Is again. Do you think it's reasonable for somebody to say I don't want to be in the same house as a husband that's saying they're gonna fuck me up? I admit that th- that it was over. It was over. Okay. Then what's I, so I bad about it. her leaving the house? I, if it, you're telling me it was whole... over, why can't okay. she just leave? Is it reasonable? Okay. I just actually want to hear the answer to that. Is it reasonable yeah. for somebody to feel uncomfortable if? They, if if Nick says I'm gonna fuck you up in any way, do you think it's reasonable for me to be like ah, that made me a little uncomfortable? Is that reasonable? Uh, yeah, but you it, also well, have to would take, it be uncomfortable? Hold on, just just a yes or no. Is it reasonable? No, no, I'm not playing your games. Fuck you. I don't play this manipulation games. Remember that question? Just ask it after he rambles because he's gonna say uh, a bunch of random shit. Now. You're not in charge of this debate. Okay, could we maybe try to be a little meta here and maybe just try to assume that when we're asking you questions, we're actually just trying to get to the bottom of what you believe and we're not doing like some stuff. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah, but you don't have stuff. a right to say, give me a yes or no question. I'm not on a witness. Stand. The problem is you're not answering at all. You're just like rambling off on some like random shit. Do you have a right to leave your house because you feel uncomfortable because your partner is going to fuck you up? Is that a right? You have a legal right. Yes, you do. No one is asking legally, morally. You have a moral right right. in every situation. Now you're doing the exact same thing we did before. We established that sometimes yes and sometimes no. Okay, do you think in this circumstance where a woman is fucking nine months pregnant with twins, that when her husband says, I'm going to fuck you up, that she probably has a right to say, okay, I feel uncomfortable here. I'm going to leave my house. Especially after I a major fight? I think she planned this out. Look at the timing of it. Look at the timing of it. You didn't answer she my question. She had been for a couple of years. You didn't answer my question. Just let the record show. So going back to, do you think that it's reasonable after a big fight with her husband that a pregnant woman uh, feels uncomfortable and wants to leave her house after her husband says, I'm going to fuck you up? I think Grace? it was over at that point. I it agree. That wasn't that so question. Whether or not it's over is not the question. That's no one's asking question. if it was over. Let's get the question. Is it reasonable? She the, does she have the moral right? Yes, of course. She, she has wanted him to say that. She has so the right to could, leave. She could do this edit. Okay. If she has that right, doesn't prove that he's abusive, though. She has the right if she if she feels like it. Yes, but no. that doesn't mean she's correct, and that doesn't mean that he's abusive. True. Okay, that's great. Okay, we're making progress. So if she has a right, an ethical right to leave that house if she wants to, why would somebody else have a right to try to stop her? Or to tell us she can't. He doesn't say you can't. Okay, so he, he so all right, to... so let's go. Wait, let's go back to this. What do you do when you get married? You two are married. I thought I was married. What is it that you're saying to that person? Whatever. If just my whatever, wife says, "Hey, I'm uncomfortable. I want to take some space," then I go, "Okay." When you're back, we can argue. Does a marriage have any obligations that come with it? 
Of course it does. But okay. no, none of those obligations are if you're extremely uncomfortable, you need to sit right here right now and finish this fight with me. OK, so what if someone has been saying since they were married that they've been disengaging and avoiding and not ever doing their part as they see it, which is something. And then they bolt. Isn't that irresponsible? Yep. Then you talk sure. to a therapist. Well, but couldn't it be wrong to blame the spouse if someone has been doing that? Nope. It's your not partner wrong can to be, blame the spouse? Your part, no, no. To, if you want to say that Hillary Crowder has been acting improperly and is failing to uphold her obligations as a wife, that could all be totally true. That still doesn't give Stephen Crowder the right to tell her that she's not allowed to withdraw from a situation where she feels uncomfortable. Well, he's not saying you can't. He's saying you shouldn't. But he's you saying don't take the car so easily. Your friends aren't allowed to come and pick you up. Go take an Uber. Don't leave. What do you mean you're leaving? You can't take the car. Just sit here and work with the dogs. Do the dog stuff. If you actually loved me, you wouldn't leave. You would just do the dog stuff. So you're right. He's not physically preventing her. He's never explicitly said, you're not allowed to, allowed to leave this house. You're my female slave. You're right. He never said those things. But he right. said a whole bunch of other stuff to try to pressure her to not leave. Right, right. He's trying to say, you, you can't keep running away from your problems. Is that abuse? If he's justified, could there be a situation in which someone is justified? If I have six kids, if my kids want to avoid their problems and not face them, then I will tell them, no, you don't have a right to just run away and keep saying, I need time. I need time. I need to think about things. Right. That's true. But that's because you're their parent. He's not her parent. That's her husband. Well, their anybody in any situation, if an employee no. says, I no. need some time. Because this pressure of of I, I ran a restaurant. If, if if an employee says I need some time out in the middle of a busy rush, um, I I need to get my head together. You need to say fuck you. Get your ass in here, or you're fired. You have a fundamental exactly. breakdown. Yeah. No, no, no. In a yeah, you say no, no. You say yeah. If you want to leave, go for it. But you're not coming back. That's what you would say. You would never Fine. chase an employee and say sure. But he didn't let her leave. He acted like she could. He could chase the employee down and say go back on the line. You're cooking until the shift's over. You can't Steven, do that. Steven, she had the keys in her hand. She walked out the door never to return. How in God's name did he prevent her from leaving? He was just appealing to her one last time. And she had long since, I believe, made the decision. She was going to set him up in that little back backyard, make him look like an asshole, and then bolt just in time to get alimony of a very, very wealthy man. I think she had a problem. That's if I my go up guess. to somebody, if I if I were to go up to my wife and say I'm going to beat the shit out of you, but I don't actually hit her, is that okay? If you say, but he didn't say that. I didn't say he said that. I'm asking you. If I go to my wife and I say I'm going to beat the shit out of you, but I don't actually hit her, is that okay? I think there are, uh, yeah, with women, no. But if you say that to a man, I think, and you and you aren't going to, yeah. Okay, I I don't know if I can even work within that framework. Go for it, Eric. Well, I'm just going to inject here uh, just before we continue on. Well, people get on. frustrated. Yeah, that's a framework I can work with. Okay. Just, just before we do it's continue really on. Um, my worldview. I will just let you know uh, we have been going uh, now for uh, the time that we had said at the beginning. Uh, so it's up to you all if you want to keep having the discussion or we can move into Q&A. Uh, it's totally up to you guys if you want to just keep the open discussion flowing. I would just love to suggest one question that we bat around. And that is, and that is, but you guys can choose to not. I, I know, I know where the little little people here. And that is, can a woman fail, or is it always someone else's fault? And why, can you why, give me an example of that? Hold on, is this a serious question? Yeah, 
Give me an example of where a woman can fail and we don't blame it on mental illness or anything like that. Well, we just say you have failed and, and we can raise our voice. Give me an example. Can I Ben okay. style you and ask you a different question unrelated to that that I think is more interesting? Sure. Okay. If we had to describe Steven Crowder's interactions with his wife as one of two things, persuasion, negotiation, or intimidation, which word would you choose? Negotiation. Persuasion. For sure. Persuasion. Negotiation. Persuasion. Hillary. I don't love you. The only way out of this is discipline and respect. Hillary, you give up so easily. Hillary, come on. That's negotiation. So wait, negotiation. Hold up. Pro tip. Negotiation doesn't mean the only way this can work is if you do what I want. That is not negotiation ever. I will fuck you up. I don't love you is not negotiation yeah. at all. There is no yes, wiggle it is. there. It's you want me to give you an example of that? Firmly. You want me to give you an example I of would love to hear an example of that, yes. Yeah. Okay, a business partnership starts going downhill, uh-huh. and you hold your partner accountable, and you say, you better get it together and start working for this business, or I'm going to fuck you up financially. <laughs> no, that's not acceptable. And if, if it gets to that point where it's deteriorated, it's a good example. Why not? Because you'd never say that to a business partner. That's insane. Yes, you absolutely would. You would say, look, you might think you could just wander away from this obligation, but you cannot because I've been in business partnerships. They're very dicey because everyone has both partners. It's like a marriage. Both partners have full access. If one of the partners starts accessing, let's say, you know, the funds and is doing that illegally and you're letting it go, you're going to tell them, look, I know what you're doing. I'm documenting. I'm going to fuck you up in court. If that's negotiation, what does intimidation look like? Intimidation? It's a, it's a way to get somebody to stop doing something because she starts accusing him of abuse, right? She's I saying an example. Well, I All can right. give you an example of intimidation. It's in, like in what you did in the debate the thing. other day when you accused me of sexual harassment. That's intimidation. That's what you did mm-hmm. on that panel because I Ooh. asked you what your preference was sexually. Rather, That's I like the hard dick inside me. Yes, yes, yeah. No, I didn't say that to you. I, I asked you what you preferred, an erection mm-hmm. or a soft, right? Okay. And inside you said me. that yep. was sexual harassment. I That's did. intimidation, Kyla. Let's you try to get back to the topic just to <laughs> keep keep on point because that's not entirely what we're here for. All well, right. she asked for an example. That's fine. Uh, so uh, if you guys want to keep talking about the subject, that's okay. But we can move into our Q&A if everybody's ready. Do you think that there are ever situations? I already know the answer to this, so I guess I'm just asking for the audience's sake. You go ahead. Do you think there are ever situations where a husband and a wife are arguing? The husband says some shit like, "You need discipline. You need respect. I don't love you. This isn't working out. I'm gonna fuck you up if you if you walk away from this." Do you think there's ever a situation where, like, six months later, they're like, "You know what? I'm really glad my husband said that. I needed to hear that. It got me in shape. Like, and our relationship is way better now for that." Yes. yes. Absolutely. Yes. Okay, yes. that's what I thought. Okay. Sometimes Look, women, some, both both sides, they need to be like held responsible if they're failing. And it's especially the man's job as the leader, of course. Sure. So would you guys agree that there are ways that you could give your partner criticisms that are probably going to be more productive or more unproductive? Definitely. Right. So say I have an issue with my partner. I could say it like, hey, just so you know, like I understand that like there's probably reasons why this is going on. But when you do this thing, it really hurts me and it bothers me and it makes me feel not loved. Or I could say, I don't love you. And if you want to do these things... If you want to have love, if you want to show me love, you need to do these two things right now. Which right. do you think is going to be more productive for the goal that I'm trying to achieve, which is feeling loved by my partner? Depends on the context. What, what about, I, what about let's a Let's say coach? you have children and your, your partner is abusing your children. Are you going to have a nice little conversation or are you going to say you need to stop that right now? 
uh, well, even if I'm saying you need to stop that right now, I don't think I would ever couch it in language like I will fuck you up, which is a threat or uh, I don't love you basically ever. I think you can have really firm boundaries and really hard conversations with people that don't deter into basically like insulting, strong arming people, threatening them, chasing them around the house. Like I I think there are a million other ways to have a productive negotiation with your spouse. And I, I, I think it's insane to try to argue that like these things that Crowder was doing was clearly his attempt at a healthy, positive negotiation. So there's no such thing as a wake up, wake up call. There's just abuse. No one can say, Here's a wake up call say that. for you. You keep you keep using these insane dichotomies. Like imagine me walking into like a person's bedroom and then punching them in the face. And they're like, bro, why are you punching me in the face? And I'm like, oh, so you think I can't give you an alarm clock? Like that's what you're doing every time we say something. When we say like, you can't tell your spouse, I'm going to fuck you up if you fail your wifely duties. And you're like, oh, so you can never tell your spouse that they need to do a better job? Nobody's you're, saying that. I don't know why the, the only thing that exists in your mind is the most radical engagement possible no. with a person that, by the way, would be completely ineffective at bringing about any change of behavior. All it's going to do is foster resentment and make the person fucking hate you 10 out of 10 times. You keep assuming that I will fuck you up is a physical threat of violence. No, it doesn't have to no. be a physical threat. There's well, no you keep threat. using that as an example. There is never, I'm going to be, I'll take a strongest to this. There is never a productive conversation between husband and wife where one party says, I will fuck you up in a serious manner that gets resolved in a positive way. That doesn't happen. Uh, if you take me to divorce court, I am going to fuck you up in divorce court. Yes. Yes. Oh, and since he told me that, now I realize that like we need to work hard on our problems and have a healthy resolution. That's not happening. Yeah. Bro. Yeah. You're At that not point, the relationship going to be is able over. To screw me over here. Yeah. That's right. You can say that. Do you agree, Isn't Kyla? It a... no. Do you agree with that? No, you couldn't. No, there's and because that is the context here. There she is, is taking no context him down and where I would encourage it. partners to say, I don't love you. You it's basically my way or the highway. It's about respect and discipline. And I will fuck you up. There is almost no context I can think of where I go. Yeah, that'll be a productive, healthy and positive. I, I don't know why you, you said there's almost no context. There's no context. There's no context. <laughs> there's no context. <laughs> I just gave you a context. Yeah, and I reject that. I said no. That would not be a that would not be a good example of a healthy engagement. Well, well, can we answer my question then? What is it that a woman can do that we can say, let's say, in the context of a marriage, that we can say she is to blame, and not say we need to see a therapist, but that there's a moral failing on her part? Can you give me an example? I'm not engaged with the question. It's a ridiculous question. Oh, and, you're not going to engage? No, that's a ridiculous question. Because no. in your it's mind, because, women cannot no. sin. Okay. No. If that's what can. you think, that's fine. But nothing I say is going to convince you otherwise. Like, honestly, if you want to talk about like masculinity here, I, I would argue that you would probably agree that Steven Crowder whinging on the couch because his wife wants to leave is not the most masculine show at all. Like, according to like to your worldview, like uh, uh, this is it's insane. I think it's he, not act, very he acted stoic perfectly if within did... that. He acted perfectly within the bounds of normal masculinity. Was he absolutely perfect? Why do men have to be absolutely perfect? You just Why? did the dichotomy thing Why? again. Why do they have to be perfect? Uh, my screen share. Oh, okay. So you could neither of you could come up with an example. So we win this debate. Based. There you go. You did it. Well, the other screen Thank shares you for were. His re his reaction to uh, to her dropping that clip. I don't know if you want to play that, but I mean, it's not super relevant to this part of the conversation. It's up to everybody. Grace, we just won the debate. Let's move to Q&A. Let's <laughs> rip them apart on that, too. All right, let's go. There's nothing like winning a debate than having to declare over and over that you've won the debate. Yes, true.
Well, I didn't. I I knew that Grace had a couple other things there that she might have wanted to share. Uh, so you know, if, we, if we've already kind of hammered that out, then I think we will move into our Q and A. Uh, thank you everybody for being here. I just want to remind everybody in the live chat that the best way to get these debates out there and uh, and get these uh, these conversations attention that they deserve is by sharing this out. So if you got a contentious space uh, that you exist in, you like to debate in, share this out. Share it with your friends. Uh, let them know that we've we've got all the contentious topics over here on Modern Day Debate, uh, and and we really have good productive conversations generally about it. So uh, let's uh, let's go into Q and A, everybody, and uh, thanks again to all of our speakers for being here. Simon Allen for two euros, unable to watch, just love to MDB, big up Ryan, and then he gives me a little pound it there. Okay, well yeah, there you go, Boop, there you go, that's to him. Psychor, $10. Hiring a servant with your millions when you're fresh out of surgery and wife is minutes from birthing twins. Cringe. Braiding your massively pregnant wife for not doing all your chores. Based. Yeah, this is this lie that if a, if a woman is married to a rich man, that if she doesn't feel like doing something, that he should just hire somebody to take care of it for her. Women who are married to wealthy men are not just window dressing. They have obligations just like the man, and they should be held accountable instead of saying, well, if she doesn't want to do it, you have enough money to pay for her to do it. That doesn't make any sense. Isn't Hillary Clinton like an actress or a model or something? Like, I imagine she probably wasn't working at that time, but doesn't she have like tons of things that she does? You probably said Hillary like Hillary Clinton. You meant uh, Hillary sorry, Crowder? Yeah, I meant Hillary Crowder. Her too, though. I'm pretty sure Hillary Clinton's a really good model. She's Super hot. hot. Yep. They should both be locked up. All right, let's continue on. Uh, Oflamio, $5. Thanks for coming back. If Steven Crowder is abusing his spouse by debating her, then Modern Day Debate is an underground fight club. We're not supposed to talk about it. Anybody want to comment on that? Uh, different behaviors are appropriate in different settings. Uh, having an argument with somebody when they're clearly emotionally distressed and they're trying to take space and then telling them that they're not allowed to take space is pretty abusive. Claiming that it's okay to have more emotional range in an online debate than it is to have a, an argument with your wife is ridiculous. You you should be able to share more of your emotions with your wife. Get angrier, get more invested, be more honest with her. No one is saying that you can't be invested. Nobody is saying that you can't be angry and nobody is saying that you can't be honest. It's like yes, you are. straw man after straw man after straw man. There yeah. are different ways that I would engage with my online community that I would not engage with with my wife, that I not engage with my son, that I wouldn't engage with my parents. Of course, that's obviously true. It's not a matter of showing a different range. It's just a matter of so give one example. Of, give one example when you can be give an example. Raise your if voice I was, towards sure. a spouse. If, give, there, I don't think it's ever good to raise your voice towards a spouse. Okay. Oh, well, I that's win, crazy. we win again. Okay, yeah. Okay. That's crazy. That's actually another crazy. win for the Thorpes. True. Raising the voices towards is over. Spouses and not equals base. Base. Ever raising your voice? Ever? No, you shouldn't. Raising your voice usually means you're emotionally dysregulated. It's probably not a good thing to do. So if you your wife's about you to walk off emotions? a cliff and she's not aware of it, you can't say, hey, stop. Oh, I'm sorry. Right, Are we talking? Okay. Hold on. I'm going to take a giant debate, L. There are times when you raise your voice. If your wife's about to right. walk into traffic, <laughs> you're trying to warn her not to. Or if she's walking in the park and a snake is chasing her, then you can say, so "Why?" Well, going back on what yeah, you just I am. said. I just say yeah, I am going back. You're right. That's a big okay. debate, W, for so you. So take there the L, times, right. So yeah. another L for I did. you, another Huge L. My bad. Yeah, you got me there, okay? Oh, Do you think there's ever like a time where it's going to be really emotionally healthy and like helpful to your relationship to like insult your wife or tell her that you don't love her? 
Yes. Is that, is that like part of the range of emotions that you need to show your spouse? Yes, to show uh, her that you're... In certain circumstances, yes, I would say. If and she's made children, you angry because and she's everyone. Doing, if she's made you angry because she's doing wrong, you should communicate that to her. That's healthy communication. Do you think that you can help no, communicate stop, stop, that you've stop, been... No. Stop <laughs> doing this. No one is saying that you can't communicate anger. Why do you keep doing this weird dichotomy? Yeah, she you just said it. And then you counter this. You should be able to show anger and you should be able to show emotion, whatever. No one is saying you can't do that. Yes, stop you with are. the weird. No one is stop no. with the weird dichotomy. What there. happens? What happens? I asked you, you for one example. Anger? What like happens speak. when you express anger? What happens? You don't have yeah, to hey, scream or shout or demean. The, the idea that you, you guys raise your have, voice and you get no. emotionally invested. Grace. That is part of getting no. angry. No, there are two ways to process emotions always. It's called externalizing and, and men, internalizing. Men show up. I, 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 uh, I almost got you. Please, let's let The, it, the fact speak. that you think that you cannot express an emotion unless you're being abusive to your partner is insane. You can show your anger in a ton of ways. For example, when Nick and I get angry at each other, we almost always take a time out because it's not very healthy to show your partner your anger because you typically say things that you would otherwise regret. What we do that instead... Okay, go go off queen about our relationship. But what we do instead is take some space, about what you said. regulate ourselves down. The idea that you must at all times maximally show precisely how you feel and never filter it at all is just immaturity. You're just being emotional. Okay, immature. so this You're... shows your bias. You think that anger is a bad emotion to have. Nobody say that? said that anger is a bad it. emotion to have. There are ways you can express anger it's that doesn't involve you anger. shouting. No, okay, no, you, here's you a good example. I'm frustrated position. with both of you right now, and I'm raising my voice a little bit because I'm frustrated. Is that super bad? Do I think that, that that's bad? What do you think? You're arguing that it is. You said Another you L for your side. Raise your voice you're arguing your that it is. No. You would never raise your voice Let's to your partner. Let's let Grace speak, please. You, but you said that. So according to your own definition, you're abusing us, right? No, we don't have a, that relationship. We're pe people on the internet. We can shout and scream at each other. It's a different context. Oh, but with your with your the person you trust the most, you can't share your emotions. How does that make any sense? If I tell you, you can't be honest about how you feel. Do you? If I tell Steven you, if I if I tell you, I think you're being fucking retarded, or I think you're a fucking retard. That hits a lot different than if I tell my son, I think he's a fucking retard. Do you acknowledge the difference there? Yes or no? Yeah, I acknowledge that difference. Okay, but thank also you. So then there's a difference between me getting upset at you or Erida getting upset in this conversation with you guys when the context is like a debate that we're having versus getting upset about resolving a personal issue in a relationship with a significant other. Okay. Those are two different look, contexts. Look, look, look. You I'm changed, also not yelling at you guys. You I'm raising changed, my voice. I'm yelling. You changed. Right. You changed it. You said there's no context in which, and I asked you, I gave you the, the big win. You just gave me one context. In which a man can raise his voice at his spouse. You said, I, I don't I choose not to engage. And you took your first L and you're keeping them coming at you. Now, if you say, of course, that with your children and with your spouse, you should start from a position of kindness and gentleness. Of course. But you're the ones who are saying, you are the ones who are saying that in no context can what Steven Crowder did be understandable. And you are wrong by your own admission. No one that. is saying understandable. No we're saying, and there are times people do yes. raise their voice. Nobody's perfect. But what we're saying is you can express anger and all sorts of and disappointment and no, all sorts of other things of without being angry. No. Or, I'm sorry, without screaming. You can express well, anger well, without you said being it's angry. Abusive. You, you Let's can let them speak. Let me, let me, let me, everybody, let me, hold on. Very, hold on. Like a, you just said. 
It's there. Up, oh, he's lit, lighting a cigarette. Finish I up can your wrap thoughts. Up my there. thoughts and smoke. <laughs> it's all good. All right, so we'll let you speak and finish up your thoughts, and we'll pass it back Thank to you. Stephen. There, you you guys are changing your position, and you're going to take yet another L. You said it's definitely abusive what Stephen said, and all we're saying is I could see a context in which it makes perfect sense, and you said nope. And and Kyla actually tried to give you guys a little out, and then you took it from her by saying, no, 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 honey, no context whatsoever. And she agreed with you. And that's where you took your first L. And you can't get out of it now. You Here said are... that, and you've lost the debate. So let's move on. Okay. Here are the two statements that Kyla and I are making that you guys can't seem to wrap your head around. Okay. Number one is you can express anger or disappointment or contempt without screaming or shouting at somebody. Okay. For instance, I can say, you're a fucking failure of a wife. Or I can say, hey, this household is very stressful for me and I'm very upset because you can't seem to do your responsibilities and it's, it is hurting me, right? right? You're expressing the same thing there in two totally different ways, okay? Both partners are angry and feel like their wife is failing their obligation. In one, you can express it in a very derisive, condescending, evil way. In a second way, you can express it in a, hey, I'm feeling hurt about this. You're not living up your obligations, okay? So that's the first thing we're making. The second one is screaming, shouting, or being derisive or aggressive or angry towards your partner or, or expressing that in a, in a, in a screaming, shouting, um, snarky sort of way is almost never conducive to solving problems. Those are the two statements we're making, okay? Not that you can never be angry, not that you should never ever be mean, not that being mean makes you instantly abusive, not that you can never hold them responsible for anything. We've never made any of those statements. We don't even agree with those things. Okay, so you're going back on what you said, and, and you said there is no context in which Steven Crowder's behavior can be perfectly understandable, even though we've given you one. Understandable? Okay. Sorry, you can take it if you want. No one's morally fine. I can morally understand fine. why some people kill people. Understandable is not no, the same thing as morally acceptable. Perfectly morally acceptable. So we need to be clear about what we said. There are certain things where we said there is no context that we think these statements can ever be helpful, which was three specific statements. We started this. The, like, the reason why so many people on the internet are mad at Stephen and I is because we said from the very beginning, you can't yeah, say true. much about a three-minute video and how it confers to the rest of the relationship. The idea that we've just denied that context can exist outside of this, that might make certain statements that look bad become more benign, of course we've acknowledged that. That's been our position the whole time there are three specific statements that are self-evidently toxic which is i don't love you i'm going to fuck you up and now i can't remember the other fucking one in these cases no there is no context where you need to say to your wife i'm going to fuck you up or i don't love you there just isn't even though Sorry. i've given you them even though i've given you context you've never given us a statement where it's okay so i don't love you if you don't feel love towards somebody, that's okay to say. Okay, then in that Why's case, the relationship is then the relationship is over. We're not debating right. whether the relationship is over. We're debating we're whether he's abusive. Whether he's speak, abusive. You're saying that's abusive. I'm saying it's not abusive if he doesn't love her anymore. How is that abusive? It's honest. Okay, it's either abusive or it's relationship terminating. Then, if you'd like to add the second one, I thought we were coming at this from the context of trying to fix problems in a relationship. Okay. So if you, you want to say that you can you say, so if you want to say, let's, let's yeah, because you, you guys, you guys were claiming that it was a negotiation. You said that he was trying to solve a problem, and now you're saying, well, it's okay to say you don't love you somebody if you're ready honest. to end the relationship. Okay, then honest there, honestly, is the relationship is done then. In that case, it's good that Hillary left. You guys should be championing that she left because Stephen Crowder said don't love her anymore. That's fine, which is perfectly rational. If your husband doesn't love you anymore, why the fuck would you stay? So okay, cool, based. Uh, yeah, I think it was an end game thing. Now, I actually want to say, like, this is the larger context is emotions. What you're saying is that. The emotions that the, the typical way that men 
big, strong, masculine men express emotions is wrong and immoral, right? And you're saying they have to have this therapist type of talk. That's not true. That's why men who are masked, for example, Steve Jobs was notorious. I'm no big Steve Jobs fan. He was notorious for demanding a lot of his highly paid employees, and he didn't beat around the bush. And when Hillary Crowder married Steven Crowder, okay, she married a man like this, and that is attractive, okay? But if you can't, if you say, well, no, 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 you've got you've to clip yourself and act like Steven would act with a female always, that's not fair. Great. So um, since you're not talking to Steve and I, because literally nobody said any of those things, I guess there's like an extra ghost in the room. Do you want to talk to my plant? Maybe the he plant did say those things. That. He used a specific example of where you can't, you can't have a certain tone, and then he said, "What you need to do is this therapy talk and go." I'm having trouble with you, right? Steve it, Jobs was notoriously seen as an asshole by literally everybody. Everyone. Steve but, Jobs was the CEO of a company bossing around his employees. Stephen Crowder clearly his strategy didn't work because now he is divorced, and Stephen Crowder's wife is not his employee. So your example literally fortifies what I'm saying and fails at what you're saying at every single stage of the way, unless you think a husband ought to treat his wife like a CEO who is notoriously known as being an asshole and died of fucking ass cancer or whatever because he ate too many vegetables, okay, that everybody fucking hated, that he sh that that's like the, the gold standard for how to treat a partner. But would none you, of that would, makes sense. Would you say that relationships have commonalities? The relationship between a parent and a, and a kid, uh, between spouses, between co-workers, there are commonalities. There are some commonalities, but there's also crucial differences. Okay. And your difference is that you can never raise your voice or express anger in a kind of honest way. You have to clip it and always be this kind of therapist about it when a man is dealing with a woman. But I haven't framing heard you say that backwards. I haven't framing heard, this, heard you framing say this like like Steven Crowder was just being really honest and vulnerable with his wife about his feelings is yeah. just it is just dishonest. That is no. not what happened. Hillary said, but Steven, I love you. And then he said, I don't love you. And I've never experienced love from you. He was whinging out and getting upset. No, he if wasn't he, doing a, that. You're exaggerating. You, you can be pro-masculinity without being pro-toxicity, right? You can be pro-masculinity. You're anti-masculine. You just, not, actually. you just, yes, you did. You just, you just made fun of him and, and exaggerated and tried to make him look like he was crying. He wasn't. He What's wasn't. more emasculating than he getting divorced from your wife and losing evil. access to both your children? He yeah, was fighting to keep the access. Do that to him. He wasn't fighting to keep the access. He fucking drove his wife out of the household. Right. So what you would do is go, yeah, honey, okay, all your failures, just keep them coming and I'll hire someone to do what you have to do. You can never confront a woman. So just to failing. be clear, I'm, when yeah, I'm making fun I said. of- I, like, I just want to affirm, I did say that you can never confront a woman ever. I just want to make sure we all understand that's what I'm saying. Go ahead, Kyle. I, gave you uh, an, I asked you to give me an example. You couldn't. So just to be clear, I'm making fun of Steven Crowder for being toxically feminine in this case, right? He's being like manipulative and trying to coerce her through his words of saying, I don't love you and I've never experienced love from you. That's what I'm making fun of him. He's being toxic. And in this case, I think he's being feminine as well. And that's why I'm making fun of him because it's cringe. It's it's toxic Not and inappropriate cringe. behavior. He is being vulnerable. Yes. It's toxic no, to How say that you, I, I've She's beating the shit out of him. She's beating the shit out of him and he's taking it. That's toxic to the say. No, 
did I, did I say it's always toxic to say these things? I said, I don't love you. And I've never experienced love to you in response to her saying, but I love you. I want to work on this is toxically feminine. She, she didn't say, I want to work her. on this. You're adding things. She said, I love you. I'm committed to you. And then a couple months later, she divorced him. She's right. lying I'm committed to you. What does what I'm committed I'm... to you mean? But I want to work on things. But then she went and divorced him. She was he lying. Hired a divorce lawyer. She you know, be, he hired a divorce lawyer. In the context of this, if she said, was Steven, she- I love you and I'm committed to you. And his response is to lash out and go, I don't love you. And yeah. I've never experienced love from you. But yeah, see, yeah. You keep, you keep, you keep feminizing him. You it's keep feminizing him. You keep, you keep turning it into him crying like a baby. He was Well, the other option is he's being toxically masculine, I suppose, but we can watch it again. I'm pretty sure when he says it, no, it's there's not another like this, option. Like, really impressive there's another option, like, Kyla. And that look, he, wife, that he was. I'm out of this relationship. Okay, you know, yeah, we've right. come to the place. I don't love you anymore, right. wife. That's not right. happening. So that's the only two ways you can interpret masculine behavior. Because you hate men. <laughs> Bro. There you go. Okay, hang on. Let me yeah. find it. All right, let's uh, let's share the reaction video. See if it video. looks like what Kyla portrayed it as. It doesn't. It doesn't. It looks like a man at his wit's end. And I sympathize with Steven Crowder. And if he's watching, I do want to have a conversation about your situation because I think it can help. And Grace can help, too. Grace wants to go to that patio and give the dog his medicine <laughs> and take the dog for a walk and be grateful and anything else he needs after what he's been put through. Uh, I would be happy. He needs some feminine support after being attacked by this bitch. Okay, let me find it. Oh, here we go. I don't love you. Okay. Share screen. Make sure you share the audio if there's a audio to be yep. had. You need to just stop engaging for a little bit, okay? I love you. I love you very much. I don't love you. That's the big problem. I've never received love from you, and the fact is when I go... Okay, that's the part right there. I can keep going, but... Okay, so how does that sound like what Kyla said? Because <laughs> she's literally saying, Stephen, I love you. I'm committed to you. And then he's that's that sounds to me like somebody that's trying to or wants to work on it. And then he's saying, I don't love you. I've never received love from you. That sounds like somebody that's given up. So in the context of this recording, sounds like he's the one that's given up and he's ready to throw in the towel. And I'm pretty sure he's the one that hires the divorce lawyer like a month after this video. I can explain that. But I don't think I think we're at an impasse. If you think his reaction there is Stephen, we're at an impasse. (laughs) If you think his reaction there. I don't love you. Stephen, I love you. I'm committed to you. Well, I don't love you. And the big problem here is that right. I've never received love okay, from you. It's so like, you and your whoa. imagination think that that is what happened. And so we're we're experiencing two different <laughs> okay. realities, Kyla. And he did you not are say wrong. That. I'm on planet Earth and you're somewhere out in outer space in anti-masculine land. And you should get the hell out of the manosphere and stop telling men what to do because they should know that you are a hater of men. Don't give them go. any As more long advice. as you say it, get lo- the fuck away from men. enough, anything can be true. Let me see it here. Yeah, Copa, Keep telling you it. want. Copa, you, you want. Yeah. This is what we're doing here. We're exposing you for what you are, which is a man hater. How are you? It's the it's. Never mind. You're actually Go both ahead, emotion Stephen. haters too. If you had what? something to say there, Stephen, if you wanted to 
elaborate. No, it was. I'm fine. Neither of you should be giving advice to anyone about anything. Okay, Least I will of say all it. Never relationships. Mind. You are a man who is divorced from his wife, defending another man who no, just got I'm divorced not. from his wife for toxic behavior, talking to two people that are happily married about how to maintain a happy marriage. How are you telling us that we're not qualified to give advice? You want to go into it your marriage? You want to go into world. your marriage? You told me yesterday that you would kill your child and that the only thing keeping you from it would be the inconvenience of driving your car to the abortion clinic. You are a disgusting person. Bro, say that. I would have an abortion. Yes. Let's try not to uh, reference uh, prior discussion. Well, he's, he referenced himself as an I example. I did reference myself. That is, that is And fair. we could talk about Kyla, too, if we want, but I won't <laughs> go there. Let's... You can't. You can't talk about my relationship because there's nothing. Like if, right, if you exactly, want like a picture perfect, exactly. just like a really thanks healthy, for, happy relationship. You can. You can find Nick and I. Okay. We're we're so happy and healthy that we're insult. My main insult on like many spaces that I'm boring. Okay. <laughs> well, go let's off, continue on, and uh, you know it's always maybe. I'm I'm not here to say like. Okay. I'm not, I'm not here not. to judge your relationship, but there are signs here. Uh, well, everyone's seen them. This, Bro. this was an incredible launch off of uh, of uh, then modern day debate is an underground fight club, which I know uh, Oflamio knows we're not supposed to talk about that. So uh, positive ten dollars. Destiny is based and Giga Chad because he can give the best argument for either side with no attachment. He even delivers better people who are super attached to their side. I think he means delivers arguments, delivers better people who are super attached to their side. This is based, not flip-flop. Wow. There's a lot of missing punctuation there. I but... can't tell if they're a fan of Destiny or a hater of Destiny. <laughs> there's, there's a bit of missing punctuation. On I would agree that your analyses of this are the most nuanced. So, like, we really sh we're not really on the opposite sides here, but. I don't think I don't think they're much of a fan because it starts out with the uh, based in Giga Chad, so I, I don't know if that's a compliment in these spaces. So um, we'll just move on from there. I think we've got better questions. Uh, sorry, positive. Thank you for your donation, your super chat. So much mass for four ninety nine. If I follow Grace for five minutes on the street while yelling at her, is there physical intimidation? That's for uh, I would say yes. yes. Right, yeah. Wait, how yes. is that physical intimidation? He's not actually attacking you. If I I have followed Grace on the street her. for five minutes yelling at her. I have. That's not physical intimidation. <laughs> Wait, hold on. Grace and Jenny Grace just gave. Oh, so then so then there are cases where you can physically intimidate somebody without actually laying your hands on them? Well, is it literal physical intimidation? No. Is it psychological intimidation with the with the like with your physically I mean it's not physical, you're not blocking me, but I don't know. I don't I don't actually it's not physical. Literally, you're not putting your hands on me. Anyone who's acting any stranger on the street who's acting crazy, obviously, is creating a situation in which people are going to be concerned. Do you guys hmm. think that like when like cowboys and, and like herders are like pressuring animals to move with their like body space that they're like psychologically pressuring the animals? We already answered this. Are we in a loop? Just checking. Just wanted to see if you would say this. And thing. they're pressuring them with the threat of violence. Is that correct, Kyla? Uh, not usually. I, usually no, so animals aren't trained pressure. through the use of violence. Those uh, dogs are they? They're cowboys. To nip them. Oh, uh, nip them. Have yeah. you ever heard of breaking a horse? Yeah. Yes. Usually, it's not through violence. Like if you think like putting something on and taking it off. Yeah, is it's violence, carrot stick. It's carrot stick. But you're saying like do this or suffer the consequences. We're not talking about animals, anyways. Well, we we started by talking about physical presence and stuff. Yeah. And it's not typically through threat of violence. It's usually just like being spooked, right? Like you very rarely need to ever like touch a cow or a horse to get it to move. 
basically never. Yeah, I agree that talking with people rationally in a calm tone of voice is the best way to approach problems. However, it's not the only way. Well, no one's saying it's the only way. It's just the only healthy. Yeah, way. you are. You're saying you can't. It's the only you can't healthy rise way. to a certain threat. Okay, so it's the only healthy way. Yes. So that's where we disagree. Clearly. And the entire corpus of psychology and human history shows that there are times when you have to raise your voice and exhibit aggressive things to prevent evil from occurring. There will you know that never, true. There will never be. A, well, I'd hate to case. be in your house yeah, let's if, let, if someone comes sorry, in and ben. threatens your family because you're going to be rational. You're not going to raise your voice and intimidate that person. All right. Let's Notice how the only time you said it's acceptable to raise your voice is in times of like grave, like life threatening, like when your wife is about to fall off a cliff or somebody breaks into your house. But you're you said that never. Him. Let's let Steven speak. Yeah. When we say you never, said never, when we say never, obviously the context is in resolving no, conflict don't with a partner. Never. Don't say with, never. With, in, with, let's with, let okay. Steven speak, please, Ben. I'm sorry. Let me give all the qualifiers. Okay. You should <laughs> never do it when you're trying to resolve a conflict with your wife, when you're both on the planet Earth, when the year is 2023, when the person uh, isn't hard of hearing, so you don't need to raise your voice to communicate with them, um, when they're sufficiently close to you that's speaking quietly. Like, do I have to add like a million qualifiers for you to understand what we're talking about? Like, it's pretty obvious what I'm saying. When I say don't raise your voice to your partner, and then you go, well, what if they're about to walk into the street? You really think that's what we're talking about right here? Is it wrong to be angry at somebody? And if not, is it wrong Holy to shit. show that Whoa. anger? Is Where's the rewind to, thing? We just got sucked on, back to some here, dumb shit on, that nobody Steven, said. Is it wrong to show Steven, sorry, that anger now. through yelling at somebody? Through yelling at somebody? Through Generally, showing yes. anger? Yes. That's you shouldn't wrong. be yelling so at partners. But yes. is it okay to be angry at somebody? Yes, it is okay to be angry. You shouldn't be shouting at your partner. Okay, what are the typical ways that we express anger? There are lots of typical ways we express anger, but you can do it with your words. You can do it with your actions. You can do it by taking space from no, somebody. No, anger is an emotion. So how do we emotionally express it? If you're sad, you cry. If you're angry, you... But there's a million things you could go work out. If you're out. angry, you what? You could go You can sprint. say, hey, I'm angry with you. That's one way to express it. You said that's wrong. I no, he did didn't. not say that's wrong. He never said you, that's you wrong. Just well, that's what Steven that. Crowder is doing. So another W that's for us. <laughs> I'm angry at you. You just said that. That's what he said to her. So that's abuse or not? All you just he said did that's is fine. express frustration. Yeah, okay. That's all he did. Look, I'm going to fuck you up. It was just a feeling. He was just feeling. Okay, see now like you're saying now you're to fuck now her you're up. saying what the context was, and you raised your fist, and you're lying, Kyla. Stop lying about men. Let's, you should be in the manosphere, but stop lying about men. Let's continue on with our super chat. Men are not evil, Kyla. I, it, whatever we're talking about right now, I mean, I know what we're talking about right now, but whatever we are talking about, it's all going to come full circle because we've got lots of super chats coming in, uh, and if you want this conversation to continue. Keep the super chats coming in and we'll continue to read them and uh, we'll continue on. So, do, 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 do. now I have to scroll up. This is never fun. Uh, okay, Vosh fan for $13.99 Canadian. Hey, hey, Canadian. If following someone to continue an argument, this kind of similar to what we just read. If following someone to continue an argument when they want it to end, is it physical abuse then every girlfriend is, is it physical abuse then every girlfriend i've ever had should be put in jail stop gaslighting us uh you guys are better than this so to and be that's clear you, i never said it was day. physical abuse i said that he was physically imposing himself and by the way i would agree that if you're trying to get away from an argument with a girlfriend and she follows you into the next room i would agree that that's abusive yes you have a right to draw 
space between you and your partner when you feel like you are upset or emotionally dysregulated. You absolutely are. And if somebody tells you you don't, or if they're trying to impose themselves physically and you to force you to continue the argument, I would say that's an abusive behavior. Yes. All right. Over to you, Erudite. That question was for both of you. I, I mean, he basically answered it. Nobody here said uh, abuse. We said physical coercion. And uh, if you are following around, yes, that is bad. Uh, I believe that almost nobody would be thrown in jail for following somebody around, even though it's toxic. Just because a behavior is toxic or abusive doesn't mean it's illegal. Utterly ridiculous. Well, let's, con- let's continue All abusive on. behavior should be illegal. Well, let's continue on because we will have lots of open discussion, I think, uh, involving these super chats. And that one was kind of just permanent, uh, permanent sorry, to the uh, last uh, con- uh, question there. So Vosh fan again for thirteen ninety nine Canadian. Woo-hoo, Canadian. All right. Imagine uh, hubby refusing to do his agreed chores and telling his concerned wife he'll be back when I'm back and stranding her by taking their vehicle so she can't visit her friends or family. Lol. Lol. He adds a lol at the end. So I think that's for um, Destiny and Erudite. So I'm going to hand that to you, Erudite, to uh, start. Uh, I guess um person's never heard of taking an Uber or calling a friend, which was like part of the conversation. Um, I think it's been well said. wasn't precisely about the car. There is questions that we have to know about the context. Like, is there only one vehicle? Is there a reason why Stephen felt that he must have the car and why he couldn't take an Uber or have a friend pick him up? Um, yeah, I don't know. It's just a silly, silly point. I also, I don't like being misrepresented here uh, and I don't appreciate people acting uh, otherwise. I hate women. And if I saw a guy that said that he wanted to leave the house and the woman wouldn't let him take the car, I would say, fuck that woman, okay? I don't have an obligation here towards women or or men or hating men or whatever, okay? Fuck women. If a guy wanted to leave the house and said, no, you're not allowed to, you can't take the car, I'm not gonna let you, I would say, oh, that woman seems like she's being really manipulative and controlling. The same thing I would with Stephen Crowder. All right, let's continue on. Um, do do do. Oh my. Uh, yeah, gotta scroll up quite a bit. Ozion Talks. Hey Ozion, how you doing tonight? Ten dollars. Glad to see you're here. Ben Thorpe, a man doesn't show aggression to women. A woman who is afraid of you and flinches from you does it for a reason. Either because of experience or from other men. Other men or that man. So just to summarize, that's for you, Ben. A man doesn't show aggression to women. That's the first point. A woman who is afraid of you and flinches from you does it for a reason, either because of experiences from other men or that man. Thoughts on that, Ben? Yeah, interesting question. I do not think that violence is a good solution except in the most extreme circumstances for men with with their partners or spouses or with their children. I do think sometimes it's warranted, but it's not a good solution in people who are into that. Now, I will tell you this. Women like it and you can say what you want but they like it they like it more than men like it and that's a instinct and they like aggressive men and they even like violence i've never understood that but it's there and it is very it's the bad boy i'm a good boy but i'm seen as a bad boy because in this sphere no one can be any it can be a male at all but i i I never have understood it but women love assertive men and it and it does go into violence. And Any I, thoughts I don't on that on our other side. Uh, that's just absolutely not true. Uh, you see the game, the wordplay being done here with women like aggressive or assertive or confident men. That's not the same as being physically abusive. Women do not like men that hit them. 
Right. So who's who's watching fifty? Who's buying Fifty Shades of Grey, Stephen? You? Fifty Me? Shades of Grey is it? <laughs> Why was that a huge bestseller? Because it's because a fantasy. It? It's a movie and it's a fantasy. Okay. So so what? Where is fantasy located? It's in your mind, right? It's something you desire. Women a are not buying that. Fantasy is different. Okay. I really like the Spider-Man and Batman movies, but I don't jump off of buildings and capes. Well, it speaks to you in some way, and it does. Know, whatever. Same way, that Fifty Shades of Grey might speak to someone. Okay, so it's not that I want a man to? that beats the shit out of me. What does it speak to? It speaks to a thirst that women have to be dominated and to be powerless. Yes, it does. Dominated and, I, and powerless in a yeah. setting with a man that you respect and are because extremely physically attracted to. Not just some trust. loser that's beating, yeah, not some and loser trust. that's beating the shit out of you. And you have an explicit contract with as well. Yeah, well, the, I, I, okay, yeah. The explicit contract thing is what we all say to make it safe, but it's the non 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 consensual part of it that's the exciting part of it. I'm not advocating for it. But if it does. It, it is there. And I think it's I think it's a counterbalance to women having too much power in our culture and they don't like it. And I so think they want to they want to move you, out of this. Like, what do you do about like women's abuse shelters where women are trying to sneak and run away from their abusive partners because they don't know how to get away from these awful men in their lives? Do you think that these women are just like secretly lying and they're like are desperately like horny for it? And they're just like hoping he'll come get her. Well, like no, obviously, they go to the abuse shelters to get tips from other women for where to find all the good men. Hmm. True. Well, are, do you, are you saying that in, in where there are situations of domestic violence, there aren't women who really feel like that's home for them and they enjoy it, it even though it's dysfunctional? I like there how are. you just he, do you remember like, Kyla, the conversation we had earlier about you provide a fundamental psychological need while also like attacking somebody at the same time and you get like yeah. you, you just like describe I'm the not dynamic advocating perfectly. for it. No, I'm you just describe saying. the dynamic perfectly. Yeah, yes, there are really, people that can be yes. psychologically abused to such an extent that they also tolerate physical abuse on top of it. And it can yeah, make but, the highs that much more exhilarating when the lows are that much more horrible. We call those abusive relationships. It's like doing heroin. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah. I, also, I, I basically is it true that there are people who have received literally zero love in their life? So they'll take a partner who gives them like a small amount of love in exchange for lots of abuse because it's better than literally anything that they've ever experienced. Yes, that is true that this exists. It's tragic. It's awful. It's sad. And that doesn't mean that all women want that. A lot of women would love to be with a man who is capable of extreme violence. Capable of extreme violence. violence. They find that fucking hot. And I'm not one of those men, but they love it. They fucking love it. Sorry, guys. Capable Capable of extreme violence is not the same as deploying extreme violence on your partner. Right, but it's kind of hot that it might get turned on her. I'm not one of those people. No. I don't own a weapon. No. I've never. They, no, no, that's true. What do you think they're more Sorry. likely attracted to? The fact like <laughs> it, if we're taking this premise, do you, you think want they're more but- attracted to the fact that like they could fuck things up, that they're physical specimens that are impressive? Or do you think that they're attracted to the fact that like, who knows at any moment he might snap and beat my face and God, I love that. Which do you think it is? You Both. respect him a little Both. bit more because he could exert that physical control yeah. over you. I'm not advocating for it. But I'm just it, saying like you should talk to women about what to do about this because there is a, a tremendous thirst for this. And it, there's it really not. There's just not. That's just yeah. not true. Well, yeah. So women really want these little mouse men running around and worshiping them. They do not. Uh, want again, there should be like the a, false... there should be a bad there should be a false dichotomy. We need counter, a button for where it. it's like, I... I don't think you should beat the shit out of women. Oh, so you want everybody to date Stephen Hawking then? Like, what the <laughs> fuck is this comparison? <laughs> Holy shit. I'm just throwing it out there. I'm not advocating. I'm certainly not advocating for violence. I I don't think it's a good solution. I'm a a man of peace. I'm not into I don't understand BDSM, but I'll tell you, it's not men who want to do BDSM that I know of. I find it exhausting, but I've encountered a lot of women who seem like there's no end to how much of that they want to do. 
And you can do research on it, Kylie, <laughs> looking things up on the internet. Look it up. Look up the fantasies. Look up when women are being real. They will say there's a desire for this. And I'm not saying that I have the solution for it. But don't tell me that it's men that enjoy hitting women. I think by and large, men just want, you know, to be peaceful. I don't think it's women who enjoy being hit. There are men. There are men. Yeah. Yeah. I do think there's some problem here that there's a lie going on. Yeah. Women are more okay with violence than we give them credit for. That's right. I would say that's true. All right. Well, I'm going to say all completely different statements, by the way. None of those things are even like analogous or similar, but sure. Go off. I was going to say, I'm going to step in here and we're going to keep the super chats going. Uh, you know, keep them coming in. Uh, you know, we're all for it. We've, you know, we're having a great discussion here as far as, uh, bouncing these ideas back and forth. Uh, so keep those super chats coming in and we'll keep having this discussion go. Uh, until somebody needs to use the washroom or do any of this. I was just going to ask a question. I've noticed a number of super chats coming in that seem to be assuming that Ben is telling the truth about like me and my platform. And I realized that the MDD fan base has probably never actually met me before. I think that I've talked to James a couple of times, but I actually haven't been on MDD just so it's clear. Ben is abjectly lying about my content. In fact, probably the biggest criticism I get on the internet is that people sometimes feel like I'm a pick me because I talk so often about men's issues, right? Like that's like basically my bread and butter. That doesn't okay, mean that tell I don't me what care I, about what women's issues. I'm not finished talking. You lied about oh, the fact yes, that I hate mother. men. You lied about the fact that I hate masculinity and none of these things are true. And I just want to make it clear so I realize that MDD platform doesn't actually know me. And that's- Did you accuse me of sexual, false. sexual harassment? Absolutely. For a sexual, uh, what, when we were talking about sexual preferences, uh, so it and I wasn't asked you just what your question. preference was. Uh, I, I accused you of sexually harassing Nina because every single time she spoke, you kept talking to her. You kept asking her sexual questions. She kept telling you, please What's stop sexual asking question? me sexual questions. We were talking questions. about sex. There was tons of sexual questions. You, you Talking about the idea of sex doesn't mean it's an invitation to ask Nina specifically about her sexual preferences and making hick, like pickup lines and alluding towards her, your interest in her. And so you can't constantly kept oh, saying these things. Break, there was a guy who came on the panel and asked both of us immediately if we squirted. And you oh, and I'm me, responsible like, for him. No. And I, and you came on later and said that we like hard dicks inside us. Yes, right. absolutely. I did not I said say that. Say that, say that. you're lying. Let's, you're lying. You're the fucking let's, liar, let's Kyla. Let's try to have that See, this is more of this anti-masculation. She gets Le- to do a whole litany of accusations to me, but yeah, I can't. Yeah, come on. That's well, fair. Let's, yeah, so let's, now I know what Steven Crowder feels like. Steven, let's talk. Let's, let's talk. Let's, uh, let's continue on. Uh, but firstly, uh, let's take care of ourselves personally if anybody needs a drink of water if anybody needs to use the washroom now is the time and whoever doesn't go i will ask the question too you're all staying all right cool let's continue on uh i just want to make sure that i'm being considerate of that because i know we're going a little longer than we initially planned so if you need a little refreshment or anything like that feel free um so let's continue on everybody uh uh, oh my yes we got to scroll up quite a bit thank you all for your super chats here i'm gonna have to get rid of a few of them here so i s- stop going through the same ones all right uh so sorry just give me one second all right so uh vosh fan once again for 1399 you got a specific currency you like to uh, spend that in canadian and 1399 she clearly played it up for the camera, saying abuse repeatedly to save the footage for the divorce battle. Amber Heard 2.0. Grace's points are the same good points Destiny made the first few days. 
I mean, I, I would I would say um, I would say just by in that interaction, I would say that he's obviously I think I would say she's throwing him off and he's getting more and more frustrated because he's saying like her responses are unnatural. So I guess I would say like, yeah, I, I do think in some ways she was playing to the camera. Her responses were not unnatural. It sounded like they were retreading a fight that they'd had many times before, probably that they'd explicitly discussed in therapy. All right. So. She said she needs space. Right. And then she goes. She goes, you're abusive, right? If you don't want to get into something with somebody, you don't go around calling them abusive and then say, well, I got to go. Either you engage or you don't. She's accusing him of something that's a serious thing to accuse your partner of. And then she says, I'm leaving. I'm leaving. This is your abuse. It's like calling somebody crazy. If you say, you know what? You're acting really crazy. There's kind of nothing you can do to defend yourself because if you are acting crazy, you wouldn't know it. The reality of the situation is, and this is undeniable, if one or both parties are emotionally dysregulated, then you have to take space. You are never, ever, ever healthily solving a problem between two people when there is that's a high crazy. degree. That's reality. That is that is one of the few pieces of what advice that I would say. What is emotional? What do you say? Dysregulation? What is that? Sure. So expressing emotions. If either of you express emotions, you need to take a break from each other. What are you no. fucking robots? Sure. So what if are you you're in it, let's say that you're in a situation where you're really, really, really hungry. Okay. It's like mm -hmm. the Snickers commercials. Okay. You're not you when you're hungry. Sometimes being hungry can inhibit your cognitive thought process and you get irrationally upset at everything that happens. Yeah, but you said emotional are, dysregulation. Yes. So any being emotional angry, dysregulation? Being hangry is a type of emotional dysregulation. If you are fighting with a partner and you guys are coming to the level where you're screaming at each other, where you're insulting each other, or where you're acting snarky, then your adult brain is taking a back seat to your baby brain that just wants to come out and fight and your okay, ability you, to okay, problem okay. solve is gone. Wait, 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 wait. Would you say the same about emotions? So if your partner is feeling really sad and is crying and is torn up about something, should you take a break because there's emotional dysregulation? Absolutely. If my partner so is crying- You should not support them? And have oh, them share no, no, their no, emotion. No, 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 no. Hold on. Support and sharing an emotion is not trying to solve a problem. If somebody is incredibly upset and they're crying, then the then the the conversation might be like, "Hey, it seems like we're you know you're really upset right now. Let's take a walk and talk about this, or let's no, uh, take a break separate. and talk about this." You said take a break. You said no, no, take hold space. On. Any emotional dysregulation, you need to take space from each other. That's what you said. I need you to turn off the debate brain for one second and just listen to what I'm saying. Okay. You when two are a debate let's, brain. Let's let Stephen okay. uh, wrap up his point there, and then we'll let you respond. When two people are, or one or two people are emotionally dysregulated, the ability to solve the problem is gone. Now, what you do at that point, if it's a conflict, then you probably need to create space. But now the example you gave, if somebody's crying and needs support, then that might look like, well, we're emotionally dysregulated. We're not going to problem solve right now. I'll just support you. That would be maybe something you could do to help a partner that's emotionally dysregulated. But the crying situation is not where the conflict between the two people. It sounds like the per one person has a problem with something else and they just need support from their partner. But again, it would be the same thing that would apply. If they're crying, you're probably not going to be like, okay, I understand you're really upset right now, but let's figure out what we're going to do to solve this problem. It's probably like, okay, hey, let's try to like bring your emotions back in line, go for a walk, take a shower, watch a movie, whatever. And then when the emotions come back down, then you go back into problem solving mode. So can, can I just say something? You, Steven, you said if you're really hungry, you need a Snickers bar that you can't think straight. This is the problem with the younger generations. You have to be able to be mature enough that when you're feeling emotions to handle them. And if you're hungry, you don't need to take a break from life. Maybe sometimes you just need to power through instead of immediately satisfying all of your needs. That is the I most toxic. That that, oh, sorry. I thought you were done. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead. 
Okay, that is the worst advice. You would never give it to anybody in any situation ever. You do not try to power through your emotions. That is the answer given by somebody that doesn't realize how much their emotions control them. Anybody that ever gives that answer has no idea how irrational they could be when they're in an emotional state of mind. If you're emotional, what you do is no. you bring your emotions back in line and then you problem solve, full no. stop. That's the advice no. you give to a manager, a business owner, a father, This is why father, your relationship is so crazy in your life. Okay, that's and great. You've never, you're, you're not going to be successful in relationships in life. Unless what do you, you mean? Outgrow this immature. I need to take a break every time you get hungry and you feel like you need a Snickers. You need to go take a break and emotionally regulate. Give me okay. a fucking break, Stephen. Talking about life. anti-fragility has almost nothing to do with dysregulation. Nor is anywhere Stephen saying that like people should just be anti-fragile in the moment that they have like their fifis like broken that they should just immediately fall down on the curb and cry. He just said obviously that. no. He literally didn't. <laughs> obviously he used a Snickers ad first of all. Like yeah. bro context clues. What we're talking about here is emotional regulation. The idea right. that you should just power through and ignore your feelings is characterized as a form of dysregulation. What a healthy form of regulation is, say you're feeling upset in this situation, is you go, I notice that I'm feeling upset. And then you figure out whether or not that upsetness is something that you can tolerate. And if it is not, Absolutely. You huh. should take a break 100% because there's nothing worse than in a conversation that's vital, like a major fight with your spouse that you should go, wow, I'm really dysregulated and angry. I don't know if I can keep cap on my emotions and not react as a response. Why to do you have but to keep a cap on your emotions? Why can you not express emotions to because your partner? You're, because if you're, you're angry, if you're sad, if you're happy, whatever. Yeah. Why because, are emotions negative to express? So emotions aren't negative to express, but your partner is not a punching bag for your emotional dysregulation. That's why you keep what a they've caused things. the emotional dysregulation it doesn't matter it then doesn't they... matter at all right if if I'm so you are responsible enraged, for keeping yourself emotionally neutral and you are responsible for you times? yes you are responsible no that's the I, ideal no one has situation? ever said that no you're just again you're doing the dichotomy game i need to find a word we need to actually have like a buzzword for this so we can well, just you said call put like, a oh, cap on it. Uh, yeah putting a cap on it doesn't mean become neutral and feel nothing and have like false forms of stoicism what it means is things like wow i notice that i'm feeling angry am i so angry that i can't handle this anymore and if the answer is yes yes you should leave that would be the responsible thing to do if the answer is i'm angry but i think that i'm able to talk through my anger and not take it out on my partner then that's fine right but, but you say taking it out, but isn't being yes. angry expressing anger? You say taking it out. But if somebody makes you angry because they did something wrong, is that taking out your anger on that person? Or is that expressing an emotion that they caused within you and it's perfectly healthy? So even if somebody made me angry and then I turn around and I start calling them names and telling them that I don't love you and that I'm going to fuck them up. Yes, even though they made me angry, it doesn't change the fact that I'm responsible for my actions and my behavior and what it's still you, inappropriate me, even if they made me angry. What if you turn around and yell at them because you're angry? And you express your anger like every normal person does. Is that whether wrong? Whether or not yelling at the problem is whether or not it's what is our here's here's the question. What is your goal with expressing the anger in a relationship? What do you think the goal should be? Anger means somebody done has done you something wrong. Somebody has okay, done I'm you gonna wrong. repeat it. I don't think you heard what I said. Let me repeat it one more time. What is the goal of expressing your anger? Okay, to show that person that they have caused you this emotion because they did you wrong. That's the okay, goal. And what do you want to do with that? Why do you want to show them that? Because they 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 did you wrong, so then you're angry because they did well, you they wrong. They can even either explain themselves or apologize. What are we? What were we just born two minutes ago, <laughs> Kyla? Kyla, the men who landed on Omaha Beach, if they followed your advice. 
they would step back and all talk to each other and analyze it. There are Do you know why advice comes from? Wait, 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 hold on, real quick. Oh, before no, we do, no, 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 let me fucking talk. Now. Well, I didn't get to respond to Grace. She just, we, I was in a back and forth with her, and now you just fucking hijack this just to make some autistic point about 18 year olds that went and killed themselves in let's, fucking World War II. Let's, okay. Let's just watch how we're, uh, how we're talking about our other uh, speakers here tonight, but we will hand it over to Steven. Sure. So, real quick. So here's something that I noticed was suspiciously absent, suspiciously absent from when I asked you, what is the goal of showing anger? You said your goal was expressing it because they did something that made you mad and you want them to explain themselves or apologize. That is not the goal of expressing an emotion or relationship. The goal should always be to problem solve. If your goal is anything else, then your emotions are misaligned with what you should be doing to maintain the relationship. If your goal is just make somebody apologize or make them understand how mad you are, you're not trying to problem solve and you're not just trying to make a healthy, better relationship. You're Wait, just trying to I attack somebody. Work, I can work with that. It is problem solving. If somebody does something wrong to you and if you express anger, they can react to it and solve that problem by either apologizing or saying, no, I didn't That's, do you wrong. They're not going to do that, though. They're just going to get mad it's, back. It's at part you. of human interaction. I don't it's know what you're literally, talking about. Okay, why do you okay, say it's part of, this is literally human interaction 101. I know this as a fucking debater. If Steven, I'm arguing with somebody and they're Steven, emotionally disregarded, they're upset, we're not going to be able Steven, to problem solve. Just like we're not right now. Steven, let's let Grace Steven, speak, please. Steven, watch you it. know what? We watch are it. at an impasse. We are <laughs> at an Fucking watch it. We let's are let Grace speak. Sorry, what do you say, no, Grace? Just they're just go, kidding. Go, they're just I'm kidding. I'm just kidding. Okay. Let's, oh, let's, it's... I was going to say, well, when everybody's talking, I mean, there's so, there, there's going to be a certain amount of delay to the live stream. I've got a really good computer here. Uh, er Erida, you got your hand up there. Did you want to say something? Yeah, I just wanted to jump in. I think a really yeah. big thing that's missing, like when I listen to you, Grace, is that like when you think anger, you think the only respect, you think anger means must be yelling. But the answer is feelings don't dictate how you need to react to them. That is what emotional regulation is, where you go, dang, I noticed that I'm feeling angry. Like I had a fight with somebody just recently and I noticed I was really, really angry after the fight. So rather than calling them back up and screaming and calling them names, because at the end of the day, my goal in my relationships is to have healthy, positive relationships that's what my goal is and part of that means solving problems and part of that means being hurt right yeah, me yeah calling, I hold on me calling them and screaming at them and saying nasty things to them isn't going to make them hurt and it isn't going to make my relationship better so instead i went for a run and i yelled into the air and i did all that i needed to do to externalize my emotions but that doesn't mean that just because i'm angry that i don't need to verbalize that directly at somebody else I, agree Kyla, with I, I think let, let me take this one. Okay. I, I would just like to propose. I don't know your background and I'm not interested in critiquing your life. I'm sorry if I if I went lean too far in that. But there are a lot of people who have experienced trauma who come up with a solution like yours that I think isn't about relationships. It's about control. You never want to be out of control. I'm not saying you necessarily, but especially there are females who have experienced a lot of trauma, males, too, who just want to have control so they never get out of control because it made them feel vulnerable i'm sorry it's called life it's called relationships and a life where you have total control that it seems like you're trying to yourself go for and advocate for others is a life that is not worthy of the name of life the drama yes it can get out of control yes it could be too much yes it could be inappropriate it can cause harm but it's the it's also Emotions are what makes life worth living. It's the color. It's the, it's the fragrance. It's it's the it's the joy. Like you're not going to have any joys if you have this kind of. And I get it. You want to analyze everything so you'll never be in those places again. I'm just conjecturing. A lot of people do that. It is a mistake. Yes, reflect, but don't turn into a robot who can't hurt again. You might no, get hurt again. I'm not at, all I'm of not... you out there watching. You might get hurt. You might get hurt in relationships. I've been hurt. But you can't 
turn it off and gain control. It's not yeah. going to work. Emotions play a role in physical combat. And they play a role in things like solving problems in a relationship. And I agree, for example, all men should probably have a mature theory of violence. Men need to know how their anger causes them to want to do violence, how they need to respond to that, how to respond to different situations that might cause violence and how they should de-escalate or possibly escalate in different situations right. where violence may be required. That is a right. that is a dialing of their own emotional system to help right. them guide through what is the correct decision. That's not a negation right. of their anger or their frustration or their fear. It's using these emotions to make informed decisions. Just like in problem solving, you can use emotions, for example, like Grace said, you know, anger tells you that you might be feeling disrespected. The problem is sometimes you're angry, not for a good reason. Sometimes somebody makes you mad right. and it's your stuff. There's no reason for you to be mad, right? Absolutely. The reason why in the cases of dy interpersonal dynamics between men and women, men have to be more careful about losing control because they're more likely to do physical harm and society is afraid when strong men lash out. Yeah, Absolutely. But, you know, but you know why they lash out, Kyla, a lot of times? It's because they don't deal with their emotions and they don't express them and it gets bottled up and You're right. it explodes. So right. men need to have. They just power I, through. You're right. They do that. And that's really toxic no, but you're, for you're, them. You're, you're twisting what I'm saying. I didn't say just power through and don't have emotions. I'm saying sometimes no, saying if you toxic. want a fucking Snickers bar like no. Stephen here wanted, that sometimes if you have other obligations, that those you don't need to like find you make sure i see at least when i i see young people today they're constantly hydrating themselves leave the goddamn water bottle alone and do what you're doing and you don't have to play video games while you're talking with another human being sorry steven just focus everything related to this conversation is so insane because if you were to talk to anybody with a healthy relationship any therapist any like and literally any, any woman any person ever they will tell you that in a relationship the best types of people to be with are people that can communicate emotions without demeaning a partner attacking a partner screaming at a partner these are the best people to have relationships with they're the best problem solvers not only actually Fuck relationships. Relationships are gay. We don't have to talk about relationships. This is true of leaders as well. This is true of managers in a business environment. This is true of CEOs of a company. You read How to Win Friends and Influence People. There's not like chapter 14, how to call your boss a raging fucking piece of shit and show everybody how mean you are. There's no no book on leadership or commanding people will ever be like that. You're so wrong for you about to come, that. Okay, well, I... You just you won't find those are not the that's not the habits of effective leaders. Nobody's a secret if that's, if that's that the only read. thing in their book. You just said Steve Jobs, one of the most successful corporate executives ever in history. Okay. And and I probably think he was an asshole. But he was a great, you know, he was a great innovator. Right, Stephen? He had a good product with the iPhone. Well, he wasn't a failure of a human being. Okay, that doesn't mean his that you relationships model your were failed, interpersonal relationships after what, him. What, was it, hold on, wasn't Steve Jobs like alienated from his family and his daughter and everything and death? Well, I, okay, okay, all right. So, so why Steve is he the guy that we're, we're modeling our relationships after? I understand that a, a lot of driven men can alienate people and be too driven and lack a kind of understanding of you know the softer side of life. Okay, but if a woman marries a man like that. She's going to she's going to, you know, she gets the benefits, but she's also got to deal with them. And okay. a lot then of the women man has find to deal that. with the then the man has to deal with the downsides of her maybe leaving and then getting alimony and child support. That's part of your role as a man then. I guess so that's what we're going to say how men run their relationships and that's going to be how they run their divorces. Well, I don't see Stephen Crowder Destiny. doing any of that stuff. I think he's, you know, totally engaged in a normal way and Kyla can portray it as him being a baby, but that's just Steven, emasculating Steven, another I man think, for no reason. I think you I think you need to put a cap on your emotions and uh stop yelling at me because this feels really abusive right now. 
if you were telling me that in sincerity, do you know what I would do? I would say, okay, I'll stop yelling. It actually, why are you in yelling fact, in the first place? Why are you I, using me in the first didn't place? Didn't I literally send you a DM this morning saying like, uh, I'm sorry if I came off too harsh or whatever. Like I won't be poking or prodding you on that stuff. Anymore. Didn't I, mean, I actually no, literally send you that message morning? So I do do this. Like, No, you are a very, I'm not saying you're not a nice guy. You're a very nice guy. No, but what I'm saying is by your own logic, I'm saying you're wrong. It's fine for you to yell, but you're saying it's wrong for you to yell. We have a different type of relationship. We're random people screaming at each other on the internet. If you were my daughter, or not to poke at your relationship, but like if you're my daughter or if you're like my wife or if you were like a parent, I wouldn't be talking to you the same way. There's going to be a different context for those conversations. Yeah. Stephen, when I, I can say I witnessed you walking. Uh, Who is that woman? Not Kidology. You walked her through setting up her OBS on her computer. You you were incredibly patient. And yet, you know, it's sort of a masculine thing. So you're saying, go here, go here. I, I had no critique whatsoever. I thought you were just like amazingly generous towards her. In that circumstance, you you weren't yelling at her. You were guiding her through it. You understood that she had some limitations. And and it's not because she was female. It's just because, you know, whatever, she was a novice. I, I, so, and I think that's true of both of you from what I've seen. What are you, but I think in this area of relationships. What are you guys doing? Like, why, why are you both just like telling us that we're like nice people and stuff like that? Like all of this, like, I don't know. Because you're wrong about the other stuff. Yeah, it feels a little slimy and manipulative. I'm not going to lie. Like, I'm, well, I'm not Why did you accuse me of sexual well, I like, harassment? I like being manipulated. Kyla. Keep blaming How about if I say you <laughs> okay. look good, Kyla? You can slide into Destiny's DMs with the Nivea Let's laser. avoid the prior discussion because as we've already <laughs> discussed, that's not what we're here to talk about. So we'll continue on with our super chats. All right. Uh, let's scroll on up because uh, I appreciate everybody in the live chat for coming out and putting the, uh, the super chats in. Cause we have a, a quite a few of them to go through. So we do have a lot of conversation that's going to keep happening. And I, I see you there. You're putting more in there. Stop it. We'll be here all night. Okay. Keep going. All right. So I have a personal question here, destiny. We can just skip it. It's from Vosh fan. It's related to your relationship. Uh, they're asking questions. So we can just skip that if you want. It, well, I mean, like, is it a question of like, how do I live with myself getting cucked on a daily basis? Or is it a question that's like relevant to the <laughs> conversation? I'm curious. I yeah, think... I want to know about your cucking. <laughs> <Yeah. actually. laughs> maybe, maybe it's kind of related to. <laughs> All right, I'm going to read it then. All right, Vosh fan, 699 Canadian. Destiny has never raised his voice at Melina during an argument. And Melina has never continued an argument, which Destiny wanted to stop. Right? What, I don't understand what the implication is. There are mistakes that I've made in my relationship, and there are things that I do that are probably abusive. That's absolutely true. Do you, there, there are also times where I've lied to people. There are I used to steal from McDonald's when I worked with them from the cash register. I've made mistakes in my life. I'm not going to sit here and say because I've made a mistake that we ought to do it. There are things that I recognize as mistakes. If you were to ask me the next question, what are things you're trying to improve in your relationship? I would say I try to communicate better. Um, I try to resolve problems quicker. And I'm sure the same would go for Melina. She tries to give me some space when she's pushing to resolve a dispute. Um, and we try to like communicate in a healthier way with each other. Like these are things that we're constantly working on. We're not trying to be more aggressive towards each other or more conflict oriented towards each other. Like just because I make mistakes or my wife might make mistakes doesn't mean I'm saying that those mistakes are good. They're recognized as mistakes. I mean, I, yeah, this is like Max Chattered energy where it's just like, oh, if you're giving the ideal situation of how relationships go, that means you've never done anything wrong ever You're in your entire relationship, right? It's yeah, like, like imagine you're playing League of Legends. And I'm like, you should try to get 10 CS a minute. It's like, why would you say that when last game you only had 100 CS at 20 minutes and you <laughs> died seven times? Like, oh, never mind. I guess that's what you're supposed to do. I, like, I don't understand that. Yeah. I don't know your you nerd language. About? I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we can continue on. 
Uh, let's see here. Now, if you didn't see off to the side here, uh, I, I can see that there's a thousand people watching tonight and there's only 250 likes. So I don't know if you've got arthritic wrists or what's going on there. Uh, that's my usual go-to uh, dad joke. But like, you know, maybe you got some like real problems with your thumbs, but it's right below this video. You hit the like button and it, it, it does help, but not as much as sharing out the video. Uh, and once again, thank you to everybody here for showing up. And uh, it looks like Erudite's given, given herself a mustache there with her own hair. Very stylish. <laughs> yeah. Excellent. Uh, that's that's the look right there. So let's continue on with our super chats. And um, I will say uh, anyone that's sending in a super chat that is personal, I am going to check with each deba debater before we talk about it. I know we are talking about relationships and behavior and stuff like that. Uh, I use that term because uh, we are going to read a super chat that is involving that. So once again, try to keep the super chats, uh, you know, light and loose and not attacks against our speakers. Same you're you're welcome to give us any attacks, me, well, at least me. Well, I, I'll, I'll read them, but uh, to a certain degree. So Up same cloth, $5. What's the relationship you've seen slash had with your parents, Grace and Ben? I'm seeing you leaving space for narcissistic behavior. Uh, so we'll we'll start with you, Ben. Uh, if you want to talk about your relationship with your parents, that's up to you. No, no, I think I think that I think the question is saying, what is your relationship with Grace, com, uh, with your parents, comma, right? Uh, no? I think it's to I, me. I, well, I was going to say, it, it oh. just says Grace and Ben, so I think they're asking each oh. of you. So oh. it's up to you. It's a personal question. You can choose not to answer. I think they're asking Ben, what's your relationship with your parents and Grace yeah. yourself? So if you don't want to answer that, we can just I'll, I'll, I'll answer. Oh, okay. I, I used to have a very contentious, my parents were divorced, and uh, I used to have a contentious relationship with both of my parents, but especially with my father. And I do advocate for men to reconcile with their fathers doesn't mean they have to be right it's a jesse lee peterson point but he is absolutely right you've got to find your your peace with your father and your father in heaven and you will find all of the problems in life can be resolved absolutely necessary but we still have contention he's in the middle of trying to sue me Jesus. <laughs> all right well. um uh, any other comments on that before we get into more trouble? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I can answer that question. I've seen uh, my parents. I mean, yes, I would say my dad is firm with my mom and my mom got overwhelmed and she I mean, it is personal, but she left my family about six weeks ago and hasn't come back. So she did the same kind of thing, running out and leaving her responsibilities behind. But just because something's similar doesn't mean it's not doesn't mean it's projection. But yes, there are similarities for me. Okay. All right. Well, let's continue on. And I got to scroll up again on my notepad because who doesn't pay for Microsoft Word and has th two thumbs? This guy. That's right. I really should. All right. So uh, moving on. Uh, ben Thorpe, uh, a man doesn't show aggression to win. Oh, no. I think I've read that, haven't I? Yeah, I think we did that. Yeah, yeah. I scrolled up too far. This happens every once in a while. I, I said I'd get rid of these. Like, I'd, I'd delete them, but then I didn't. Uh, yeah, let me scroll way down. Perfect. Dr. Akko, $5. There are obviously good and bad expressions of anger. Weightlifting is a good expression of anger. Beating a poem... All right, that got me. I'm so sorry. 
Oh, all right. So sorry. Dr. Akko, you got super chat of the night. It's only $5. Beating a what? Wait, I didn't hear the right. I didn't yeah, hear the joke. What was, what was the joke? You didn't I, say it. I don't read I, it. He's building, I lost building it. up to it. I'm building up to it. I'm so sorry. <laughs> it, I lost it before I said it. There are obviously good and bad expressions of anger. Weightlifting is a good expression of anger. Beating up homeless people is bad. Simple. <laughs> Okay, that's fair. True. That is well, true. I didn't expect we to all read can that. agree with that. <laughs> well, way to state that. All right, now let's just uh, let me just wipe the tears on my eyes. All right, all right. Stay curious. Five dollars. It's easy to tell that the mod doesn't care to control the convo when he said there will be Q and A thirty minutes ago, and the debate is still happening. Well. I mean, oh. ouch. we wanted to keep going, you know. They're coming after your personal relationships next. That's, you did get called out. <laughs> that's fine. That's fine. I'm not How too worried about it. Ryan? Yeah, I was going to say, I'm, I'm a nice guy, but I, I you know, it, 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 I think I think things have rolled along pretty good. And, uh, you know, as long I as... I think you've done a great job. Well, thank you. I was going to say, uh, yeah. I appreciate that. And, uh, you know, as long as the conversation wants to keep rolling and everybody's engaged, we got a thousand people watching right now. So, I mean, you know, I'm not doing too bad over in my corner here. I'm having a good time hanging out and talking with James and whatnot. What are you doing in the live chat? That's right. That's right. Coming at you now. <laughs> All right. $1.99 from DCA. Is Ben divorced? Oh, my goodness. Sorry. This is a personal question. Personal That's question. okay. Ben, I should, yeah. have, I should have alerted you. I deleted all the other no ones, and I forgot to screen this before I started reading. So we can read it if you'd like. Oh, uh, yeah. Is, and it's... Yep. Go ahead. Is Ben divorced? His daughter and wife didn't say much. His daughter and wife? I'm not sure about that second part, but if you want to just talk about the first part. Uh, yeah. So I, I actually went through a similar circumstance where there was, you know, a kind of failure, uh, I would say, on, the, on, on, my, on my spouse's part because of prior psychological problems. And I did talk with Destiny about this a little bit um, because he comes from a Catholic background, but everyone's pretty much familiar. But there is a, there's another possibility other than divorce or like staying in a, a that's falling apart, which I think was Crowder's kind of point. And that is that you could explore whether at the time you took the vows that maybe there was something missing that you didn't think was missing at the time. And I think it's a much healthier option because then no one has to be blamed. And, you know, it's seen as a backdoor divorce, but that is not what it is. My guess is that's what happened here in the Crowder situation. And I, and I think it can be a wonderful solution and a real solution that avoids the guilt and blame that you see worked out here. But both parties have to want to do it that way. Um, I don't doubt that Hillary Crowder went into this marriage fully you know, wanting to do, she didn't go into it to do this to him, but I think she lost something was missing is my guess. Do you think that it was like more of like a team effort? What was their marriage? Dissolute, dissolute, like dissolved. It, it could be on both sides, but something as fundamental. Yeah. Maybe they both weren't ready. And I, I know that they were both married as virgins or so they claim to be virgins and there's a, a problem Though I think that in many ways is good, right? You can understand it. It's like, you know, you two are bonding in a certain way. I think a lot of people go into that and they don't have enough support of a support network uh, of a way of working out things. And it can become kind of a torture chamber. Even a wealthy person, you know, and it kind of especially a wealthy right wing person, they can't let the cracks show. You know, they can't 
they can't say like i'm having problems they can't they you know there has to be this facade and i think a lot of times you know that it, it just it just becomes hell he said i have a boot on my neck you know and i think they probably both did in some ways have a boot on their neck of of just being in a in a and so i don't think marriage is supposed to be a torture chamber if there's something seriously wrong but people have to be honest and i think it could be that they're both dishonest. It could be that one, right, Kyla? It could be that one person's being dishonest and saying uh, it's your fault. Okay. All right. Let's continue on with our super chats. And, uh, yeah, you, you leave me alone in that super chat over there. I'll do what I want. I'm Nova Scotian. We're badass. All right. Uh, this one's towards you, Kyla. It's kind of like a personal comment as well. Do you want me to read it? Right, go for it. It's a compliment. It says, Kyla's blush looks so good. That is all. Based. Yeah. Well, there you go. I was going to say, uh, always nice compliments. Ride for $10. Do Destiny and Kyla believe that a victim uh, is abusive? Sorry. Do Kyla, Do Destiny and Kyla believe that a victim is abusive when they fight back against their abuser? This video clearly showed Steven Crowder defending himself against his wife's abuse. I think you, anyone... Sorry, go ahead. I was going to say, you can be mutually abusive. Yeah, sure. Yeah. I don't know if we have enough information here to say that's clearly what was going on, but it's possible to be. Yeah. I think people need to be really careful about saying anything was really clear uh, in that video. Um, there's like some things that look pretty obvious of like being unhealthy, and then there's a lot of things that are going to be ambiguous. Um, I don't know if it's clear to me that Stephen was just like the victim of abuse from Hillary. All right, let's continue on because we got a lot of super chats still to read through. Uh, so Marie Woods, two dollars. Why is Ben? That's also a personal thing, but you know why? He's asking why is Ben so fragile? So they feel like you've been fragile during the debate, Ben. <laughs> I, I don't have I I, have, I don't know what they're referring to. All right, we'll just continue on from there. I I think they were trying to rile us back up again. Well, and if I if I can just say one thing about that, and I I got in a discussion with this with Kyla, and this wasn't like anything that's contentious, but um, I think that sometimes men who express emotions and uh, clearly within this, like I, I think we all take it with a grain of salt. Um, are seen as weak or fragile or womanish or these kinds of things. I think that's crazy. And I think that men who are emotionally expressive are uh, healthy people. There are men who are less or more, you know, keyed up emotionally. But I, I don't think there's anything wrong with it being expressive emotionally unless, it, it, you know, it's sort of immature, like you're acting like a child. Or abusive. Yeah, true. All right, well, let's continue on. Uh, marriage causes divorce for five euros. Stephen has lost his money, ha house, and kids in divorce. <laughs> Hillary was asked to use an Uber. Who has really been used and abused? I don't know if any of us have any information about divorce proceedings and how they're being finalized yet. That's still something that's being actively litigated, is my understanding. Yeah, my understanding is in the article, at least, they talk about how she's been living in a townhouse separate from the main house. So if anything, no, no, he... no, that was Stephen. Okay, but that's fair. Regardless, it's not clear who's getting what possessions. It would probably be half. I, we have no idea. I don't know what pre-existing paperwork there was. I don't know what assets she brought into the marriage. I don't know how well off her family is. I don't know if she's been earning money or not. We have no idea. 
prenups. Yeah. What'll be the marital uh, possessions? Well, right. you can guess, but <clears throat> well, let's continue on there. Um, uh, scrolling up here, so Vash Stampede for five dollars challenge question to Thorps Grace Thorpe: Can a person express anger calmly? We'll start with that, and we'll uh, let you answer that, and, we'll, and then we'll uh, complete the second part. So, to you, Grace, can a yes. person express anger calmly? And if you could elaborate yes. on that for our super chatter there. You can, I think you can express anger calmly, but you can also express it in a way where you're yelling and you're animated and you're invested. And I, I think the contentious thing is like that Destiny and Erudite are saying that's wrong, but showing it in a, a moderate way is right. And I'm saying, well, there's different ways to show it. Both are equally acceptable and in different contexts would make sense. Okay, so the second part of that was to you, Ben. Uh, so, Ben, how is Kyla lying? Provide proof, please, of your claims. If you want to remind the live chat uh, when that accusation was made and why, uh, we'll try to keep that quick. So do you remember when uh, you accused... She, she, she lied a few times or, or twisted things a few times, but... Wait, did I don't I remember or twist things? Were. Well, you know, that's an interesting point because that, I, I've had this a, a lie can be a misrepresentation of something that is true, right? Like in the Garden of Eden, the devil says, surely you will not die if you eat of the fruit. Was he lying? Not technically because they didn't die. But the, the most dangerous kind of lie, the worst kind of lie is one which actually technically isn't, you know, isn't a, just a total lie. Right. Even things like stereotypes, genocides are based on some kernel of truth uh, about the group that you're talking about. And it's it's an exaggeration rather than an outright lie. Like you can't think of I don't know if you can think of a stereotype where it's just an outright fabrication. It's going to be based on something. And then okay. th that's what's very dangerous, though. So are you walking back that I lied and you're saying now that I just like was hyperbolic? No, I would call those lies. The devil is the father of lies, the prince of lies. All right. Well, um, I guess I should ask, is there any comment on that uh, on your side, guys? On, on what constitutes a lie or? Yeah, I was going to say, uh, is there any other comments on that or do you want to just continue on? I, I don't think I have any comments on it. All right, let's continue. You don't have on. any proof of me lying, Stephen? You want to you go at it? But, sure but I will say, if you something. take a lie as a fabrication, then you have not lied. I completely concede okay. that. All right, I was just making sure that we, uh, you know, got down to the meat of what the uh, super chatter was. Uh, I'm cleared about. of charges. <laughs> All right, excellent. <laughs> Kyle James, thank you for your membership for six months. Awesome. You've been here almost as long as I have. $10. Ben, you and I both know that Steven Crowder wasn't abusive. He was a pansy little girl. If Steve was a real man like you, tell the audience how you would have properly dealt with his wife. Yeah, you know, that's interesting. If you say, like, so how should he have done it? I think he did a great job. I, I don't know. I, I think he should have been more suspicious that she was setting him up. But this is the problem with men. We're nice. We don't think that a woman, while we're working and building something for them, is trying to figure out and consulting with evil people like this Yashar Ali on how to destroy us. And they do do that. And she, I think, in well, this case, can I... 
did do that. She set him up. She did that right in front of the camera. She timed it perfectly so she get alimony. And I think for a couple of years, she'd been cooking this whole thing up. And Can men say, generally yeah. don't think women are capable of that. And they are. Red well, pill. I, I, I know. I, I, would, I think Erudite, this was kind of her point about like 9D chess. But it like that that's not really possible that you'd think about that stuff. But women do check out of relationships way earlier than men check out of them before they're actually over. Because I think it's kind of natural. Like, because women are contingent on men, once you realize a relationship is coming to a close, the the woman generally checks out of it earlier and looks for another uh, support, whether it's a man or whatever. So I do think it's quite possible that she checked out and was actively, you know, whether super, super consciously or not, she was saying, like, I see that this is over and I'm making plans for the future. I do think that's quite. And possible. there is some evidence of that, although I don't think he was accusing her of like being um, what's the term? Of, of sexually infidelity but when he if you if you read it carefully i mean if you watch it carefully you'll see he says the man that you see the woman that's, comes we back. have no idea what was being said there that's we, okay. we, it's like inaudible okay. at that point. i'm just saying I'm let's saying let steven elaborate uh, we we gave a bunch of okay. time over to that side well Sorry. i'm just saying that what well, yeah there's like a there's a vague line like when when mothers or men come back to their mothers or whatever, there's like a weird, but the it's not captioned yeah. and it's really hard to hear their sayings. I don't know if we can speculate. But on it what does it does say the man that you see. And then when and then when she says, I'll just say another piece of evidence. I'm gonna say when 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 she says, Oh, should I call a friend to pick me up? I think there's an implication there because he reacts so strongly to it. Is that a threat? And I think she's basically it's hard not to read it as her saying, So you want me to call whatever the guy's name is to come pick me up. And I I doubt you know, a pregnant woman, it's uh, it's kind of inconceivable that she's going to be sec someone in that state is going to be sexually. But still, that there was a relationship that somehow connected with this Yasher Ali scumbag. Um, that could have and, literally just been maybe she's talked shit to friends before about Stephen Crowder. That could have been. Yeah, yeah you we said have that. no yeah. idea. Yeah. Right. But someone who he's like, I don't want you spending time with this person because maybe it's an emotional affair where this person is sort of fomenting her in her sort of victim mentality. You could see the narrative there, right? I mean, you can't dismiss that. No, it's just a, it's a wide reach. Yeah, I mean, I, like I, I wouldn't assume that's true. It could be. It doesn't even maybe it's plausible, but I, I wouldn't just like outright make that. Well, assumption. there are things that don't add up here. Like, why would he say I can't call my friends if you take the car? That that doesn't make sense. But it's maybe he means like call his friends to go over. They're just mad. He's just saying random shit. It could have misspoken literally. Well, I can't be here. He said, I it, can't be here. It could have been because of COVID, oh. maybe because of his surgery. He had to be like maximally isolated for a certain amount of time. So he couldn't like see yeah. friends or family. Like, it, but it, know. it's just weird. No it's just idea. weird. What I'm saying is you can read it. You can read it in this way. You could and, read it one way to paint Hillary as this like nefarious actor who is plotting two years in advance. Yeah. Right? I don't really know what you mean, Grace, with like women check out first. I don't know if you're talking about like how women initiate divorces first. I'm not really sure what you're citing there is like women always check out of relationships or consistently check out of relationships first. I'm not really sure where that's coming from. Um, I think it's generally true because women are contingent on men for like generally for financial support that if they realize a relationship is going downhill or if they intend to end the relationship, they emotionally check out earlier so that they can emotionally and whatever else support like connect with somebody else to be their support so that's why i would say when she's talking with him at that point that it had gotten to that point so he's still emotionally invested whereas she's kind of like you, you can see she's cold to a level where she doesn't even really get riled up she's just like wants to get out of there right she's checked out um, that's the that's the point i was making i think it's possible that she could have been in that place 
Yeah, I think that's true. Look Pos- for plan B. She's possibly look for plan B. Like she was calm and highly submissive. I don't know if I would agree that she was like clearly checked out. She was avoidant. She was trying to get away. But I don't know if I would be like, you can tell that she was just like emotionally disengaged from the situation. I would say that that's like definitely not true. Uh, there's like definitely times where you hear her kind of like pleading and stuff like that, that it seems like she's like pretty emotionally connected to the situation. She's just maybe at worst, highly avoidant and wants to get away yeah, from the situation. The problem is no. we have no idea how these two normally resolve conflicts. So you have no idea how to read that. If you saw me acting that way in a fight, I could still be totally plugged in. If Melina was acting that way in a fight, she's probably one foot out the door because Melina tends to be more emotional fights and I tend to be more like I'll zone out or I'll be avoidant. So you have no idea in looking at like a person's reactions, like if they've completely checked out or not, because we don't know how they normally resolve conflict. So I don't think it's well, fair to can, say like she's guess. ready to run. No, you can't guess. You truly don't know. You have no well, idea. Well, you guys whatsoever. felt free to guess, and Kyla called. No, Stephen hold Crowder on. A piece of shit. Because some of the behavior would... that he's exhibiting is clearly abusive. No, it behavior. isn't clearly. No, it okay. isn't. All right. We already you already conceded that we won the debate. So why? Oh, are we true. Going? My we bad. Hash- I forgot. My bad. We I forgot. forgot. I forgot. Several L's. We've got several W's over here. Let's continue. I'm sorry, guys. Without any uh, direct declaration from either side, let's continue <laughs> on with our super chats because we got lots of them. Keep them coming in. I mean, nobody has said anything about having to go yet. So, I mean, everybody seems to be having a good time. You can let me know. Yeah. All right. We'll continue on as we are. Psychor for $10. You guys are all misunderstood. They're not talking about abuse. They're talking about Crowder's abuse. When he's using his apps to persuade his wife, biggest misunderstanding on modern day debate. Psychor. <laughs> well, let's continue on from there. No comprendo. Yeah, all right. He's he's making jokes. It's fine. Do-do-do-do. Let's scroll on up. And if I have to keep scrolling up, I'll have to keep making noises. Uh, David Drew, $10. Ben, do you know the difference between BDSM and spousal abuse in the form of domestic violence? Ooh, we're going to have to put it on uh, we're going to put it on PG-14 plus here <laughs> for this one. Uh, ben, do you know the difference between BDSM and spousal abuse in the form of domestic violence? And to you, Ben. Yes. Is that it? <laughs> yeah. All right. Let's leave it at that then. That sounds about good to me. <laughs> we won't get any more into depth. Justin Mead, $5. I just got here. What's the issue and who are the panel? Well, Justin Mead, we are discussing uh, whether Steven Crowder is innocent in this most recent uh, video of him having a discussion with his wife out on the patio. So, uh, you know, I got into the mic a little extra for the proximity effect. Uh, but that's what we're discussing tonight. And that's my super chat. So I'm going to back away and we're going to keep going. Accelerati, $2. Destiny and his sister, Erudite, uh, <laughs> did well tonight. So you guys have a fan. Uh, thank you so much uh, for that. Toxin underscore AV, $4.00. You and Geneva tweeted incest in peace yesterday. Um, I'm not sure if that's relevant to what we're talking about. So sorry, but we're going to continue on. Jay for $4.99. Earlier, when Ben went on his schizophrenic rant about women, 
yeah, I don't like reading those types of comments. But earlier when Ben went on his rant about women that like being abused, can he clarify if he was talking about his wife or his daughter? Uh, no. All right, let's continue on. Brian Stevens for $5. Um, okay, I'll read it. It's a little spicy. Uh, I, I, I think it's towards uh, the comment that you made earlier there, Ben. Uh, but I'll let, mm -hmm. I'll, I'm going to give you uh, the floor to explain uh, to Brian here what you meant. He said, this yep. is disgusting behavior. A woman is freaking out, in quotations, and you physically correct there are times when you should slap your wife. You sicken me. I put the emphasis on there to show that there's a question mark. So I'll let you explain. Ben. Yeah. You know, it's interesting. Uh, Sean Connery died recently and um, he was old school. But uh, I think we could all say that he was obviously one seen by women as one of the most attractive men to ever walk the face of the earth. And he he was pretty uh, open uh, and, and it was partly cultural that ab about this, you know, that there are, there are times when that is, <clears throat> those things are fine. And women do generally understand that to be true. Uh, yes. Yeah, so I don't know. There, there is something about that. Steven admitted it himself. Right. And he's, willing no, to I did not. I did not say that ever. I have never said that. That is not true. Right. Yeah, you did. I did not say that women ever like or there's something about a guy that hits a woman that women are enjoying. I've never said that. You said, yes, you did. You said, I get it. I said, I understand why women like people that can be physically violent or physically assertive to have the capability to do that. That's a lot yeah. different than hitting a woman or hitting women. Well, okay. So you don't think there are any women who in, in certain contexts see it as in like, certain contexts is doing some really heavy lifting there in certain contexts and like consensual bedroom related BDSM things maybe but that's a lot different than somebody that is issuing a correction to a woman no i don't well think we all know that's not true so whatever okay well that's fine just don't say i just don't want to be taken to somebody that thinks that you should hit women yeah but we'll, 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 yeah okay but so there's one thing about saying like i won't say this because it's going to get me in trouble and there's another thing of saying like i actually believe this and so Right. There are things you can't say. You've made a lot of true. references to my platform, so I know that you know who I am. So I don't know why you would ever accuse me of not saying something because I think it'll get me in trouble. Well, I didn't that, say that. I didn't say that. That was the just... heavily implied by saying, I know there are things you can't say. I can say whatever I want. I'm on kick.tv. No, you okay? can't. We can you start can't reading my you What do you mean you I can't? Can... What do you think I couldn't say if I believed it? Well, you couldn't advocate for the overthrow of the United States. I'm pretty sure I, yeah, I can. What do you mean? You didn't even choose a good okay, example. Okay, try it. Try it on your stream after. Wow, we should overthrow the United States. Who wants to do January 6th next year? What do you mean? Yeah, well, Stephen, I mean, obviously, if you say it like that, you're clean, but I'm not going to encourage you here to create a situation in which you're committing a federal uh, felony, but you can do that on your platform if you want to. Okay, thanks. So now we're going from unpopular opinion to advocating for crime. Yeah, I, I can't do illegal things. It's not illegal to say, I think you, uh, you know, if you need to hit a woman or whatever, well, you should do that as part of your, well, let's just you know, say, like, go ahead. You're, married, right? yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. You're, you're married, right? Yeah. Okay. And if you said certain things on your stream, advocating for something that could be used against you if things fall apart. I don't know what your situation is, but you know, you have to be careful as a man because things will be used against you that you say publicly, even though everyone knows they're true. So that could be true of women too, but it's more true of men. You have to be okay. really careful that's, about what you say. 
I don't mind you taking that position, but don't ascribe it to me because I don't agree with that. And I don't believe that's true. Well, you obviously do, but anyway. (laughs) I mean, there are certain things by TOS you're not going to say. No, you're just on fucking cope mode right now because you like to smack around women because it makes you feel like a big guy. Don't ascribe that belief to me, though, okay? Well, now you've made a bunch of assumptions. I don't share that opinion. That's your opinion. Let us not attack. And I'm going to exhibit some dysregulation. We will mute everybody. No, we will mute everybody if you we get into this. We've had a pretty good amicable discussion. There's going to be none of that. Just because you lost, it's not my fault. We're not going to have any of this. I'm going to say that right now. So if I don't want to indiscriminately start muting people. So we're going to try to keep our comments related to the discussion and not our speakers. That is our last warning for that. So uh, good meme. New member for $5.50. Can a wife ever hit her husband to snap him out of it? In quotation. Is it okay for him to retaliate if she does? Same question. Reverse roles. Yes, absolutely. Any comment from the other side? You shouldn't be hitting your partner. It's not a good way. It's just never (laughs) a healthy way to like resolve... Yeah, I'm sorry, Eric. I gave your opinion because I'm sure we disagree on this. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Yeah, only yeah, yeah. Women can abuse men on unequivocally at any level as much as they would like, and that's based. Um, and it's uh, part of the revolution. Uh, but men must be soy cuck losers to take all forms of any sort of physical or emotional interaction from women. Of course. That does sound like your philosophy. Yeah, I reject the premise of both of the, these questions. No, there's no good reason to hit your spouse to reset them or wake them up. You know, you don't need to press reset. What about children? Can you ever hit children? Uh, I think there are times where a physical correction can be issued. If you're in a public area, it's like a dire situation or whatever. Uh, for instance, say you're in church or you're in like a store or whatever, and a kid is being incredibly crazy or whatever you need to do. I think that there are times that it's probably understandable. Um, but like in the household, almost never, um, delayed punishment, I think is sociopathic. So never like a, when we get home, I'm going to do this to you. I think it's yeah. insane. Um, but I would say but that do, like, but do you think there's leeway in that? Like different people could have different views or is it like, do you think different that people different, can have different, different views about cultures. the Holocaust? I don't, that's what a meaningless question. Well, yeah, no, different people can have different views about things, but. Okay. So do you think there's no, like there's, there's no like sort of spectrum, different cultural approaches different cultures yeah there's tons of different cultural approaches i probably disagree with a lot of them which can be i don't think that no i'm pretty sure that it like the research is pretty innovative so there's no okay so it's we all have to absolutely agree with you i'm sure there are cultures that disagree on rape but yeah i'm gonna go ahead and say well like say the entire continent of africa disagrees with you so they're wrong is that Then i would say yeah they're wrong true i would say i'd be very brave and that's taking that position yeah and that's not problematic for you as wouldn't it be that different cultures need different levels of discipline with their kids? Or no, I think we're all discipline? roughly come from the same genetic stock and the same biological foundation. We all roughly work the same way. Yeah. Okay. So you impose your ideals on the entire rest of the world. I didn't say I impose my ideals on them, but I might judge them by my ideals. I think I'm within my rights to do that. Well, the vast majority of civilizations throughout history have t- had a degree to which that's seen as normal. The vast majority of civilizations throughout history also practiced war, capturing women, raping them, and had some form of slavery. Right, as does ours. I don't think that we generally approve of raping women anymore, and I don't think we generally do the chattel slavery. And neither did they. Okay, okay, based. Do you know the origin of honeymoon? 
Uh oh, is this the Prima Nocta thing? The king thing? No, it's the like the original like Viking uh, honeymoon. The leader goes in first, right? No, it's where you once you steal a woman, uh, you basically take her home and you rape her for at least thirty days to get her pregnant. And if she doesn't get pregnant, she's freed. But if she does get pregnant, now she is part of your household. Yeah. Okay. So you guys are a little bit immature. You don't have a great grasp of history. There are. I'm not saying that the past is perfect. But you guys seem to think we're so far ahead in progress that we can just mock everything which came before us. And that is highly yeah. immature. That's okay. how we approach history. I, yeah, I, I would say that. Yeah, there are a lot of people. I would mock people that thought it was OK to own slaves. I would mock people that thought it was OK to do pogroms against Jewish people. Yeah, there are a lot of people in history that right. I would say I'm glad we've made progress away from a right. lot of the things we've done in the past. Yeah, I would. Right. Say and the, and your, pro, your idea of progress is that men and women in their marriage have sex with random people whenever they want to. That's progress. That could be questions. True. That's good. Ask questions. What would you like to know? I have asked you questions about it. It doesn't make any sense. Let's continue on because it's uh, not incredibly uh, relevant to what we're talking about tonight. Poor Ryan. (laughs) And no, it's fun. I was going to (laughs) say, we have moved on from that topic, it seems, but this is good. Uh, Same cloth, $2. Grace, can you define a healthy relationship? Uh, I would say we're uh, like romantically, uh, if two people love each other, want the best for each other, can communicate and, you know, that can take different forms. I mean, doesn't everybody, I mean, I I don't know. I feel like that's a very broad question. I completely disagree. I completely disagree. You disagree? Yeah. Uh Uh-oh. Okay. Go ahead. Well, it's oriented towards sex. Or, well, he said you relationship. described a friendship. Oh, well, he said relationship. I wasn't sure. I guess I did say romantically. It is a it is a friendship which also involves uniquely sex and therefore children and all the rest. So whatever. Yeah, I mean, I agree within marriage. It just said it said relationship. I don't know. Well, even a relationship, even a romantic relationship, is oriented towards that, right? Yeah. Well, I don't know if you disagree. What does sex have to do with whether the relationship is healthy or not? You mean a sexual relationship? Yes. Or she's just saying a healthy relationship. So you're saying what does sex have to do with a sexual relationship? Yeah, people okay. were asking what That's is a healthy relationship? <laughs> so what does that have to do with being healthy? Yeah, so yeah, like is that like your primary marker that what people are fucking or what is the I'm trying to figure out what your plug into that was. They because I thought the donut question, uh Ryan can remind us, wasn't the donut question like what makes for a healthy relationship? Uh that's pretty much the entirety of it, yeah. So is it just if they're having sex or? No, well, it depends, the, depends what you mean asked, by relationship. They just asked yeah, if they you just can said define, relationship. Uh, yeah, I was going to say, can you define <laughs> a healthy relationship? So well, since everybody's got, had a chance to speak, uh, we'll let Stephen finish up and then we'll put it over to uh, not so erudite to. Uh, well, I want, yeah, I wanted to hear Ben and Grace's answer. That. I'm curious. I, I understand that. Just we've everybody's got a chance to talk. So I'll let you finish what you Stephen would define as a healthy relationship. We'll let Erudite define that, and then we'll kick it back over to the other side, and we'll keep the conversation moving. I'd say probably the one where you don't feel the need to issue physical corrections to your partner. Snark. All right, not so Erudite. I agree with Grace. I think Grace did a good job of defining a healthy relationship. I was defining it mostly between 
I mean, I know I said romantic, but when I was thinking of it, I was thinking of like two friends or I like think just sex two determines if something's healthy or not. I well, think I don't think everything yeah. you defined is what's going to be healthy between a man and a wife. Yes, it is true that they're also having sex. Uh, but what is healthy between two friends is also usually healthy between a man uh, and his wife. Yeah, yeah I, I believe that. Yeah. I, I believe that. Yeah. It's primarily a friendship, but it has obviously a different element. Like the hitting the person if they're wrong part. Oh, Steven, will you stop? You're just obviously giving yourself more L's. You're He's obsessed. sulking. He's sulking. You know, they said orbiters. Steven, you're our orbiters, buddy. So start spinning, buddy. And so is Kyla, obviously. You're spinning. You're spinning yeah, you better, you better stay in right. orbit. Don't go flying out of the solar system, guys. All right. Well, before we get into any cosmic speak, because, uh, you know, that's that's the name of my band. One of my bands anyways. <laughs> <laughs> it's Cosmic Breach. But the main band I've been playing in is Light and Shade. But I don't want to get too pluggy, even though I've done that before, because I'm a big Led Zeppelin fan and I love singing. Uh, but we're going to continue on and I'm going to let the live chat know uh, that we are going to wrap things up pretty soon. Uh, simply because we have been almost going, we've been going for three and a half hours. Um, we only have a few super chats left. I mean, I, I don't know if everybody's good to keep having the conversation. If we have more super chats coming in. Uh, I'm okay for a little while more. This is a fascinating conversation to me. All right. If everybody's having fun, as far as our panel is sure. concerned, you know, it's, it's 1236 here. My kids are in bed. My wife is you know, sleeping elsewhere because she's awesome and allows me to do this type of thing. Uh, you know, <laughs> I should say that because, uh, you know, she'd rather be here in the uh, the bedroom, but you can't see it because uh, I've got this new fancy background. That's great. I thought you were 12 years old. Oh, excellent. I was going <laughs> to say you thought that, but I was going to say I'm I'm soon going to be 30 and I've... Really? You look young. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. Uh but yeah, let's continue on. And uh, once again, in the super chat, you want to keep this going? Keep the chats coming in. Uh, we've only got so much to talk about. So if there's something you think our, you know, our chatters have missed, let's get it in that super chat and let's get it fleshed out. Cookie Blunster. Well, that sounds a little aggressive in itself. $10 for Ben Thorpe. How is Hillary's situation being covered from leaving home no different than when Ben's physical attempt to coerce his son, who was on crutches? This is another one of these. Yeah, as I say, that's that's, fine. Go uh, ahead. If people want to hear it, it's fine. Yeah, um, I mean, you know, if if this is something that people are talking about in your space, I mean, it might give you a chance to kind of talk about it, but we can just skip it if you want. Well, Destiny's talking about it in his space as well. Did you want to? Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Do you want to talk about this and kind of help with the super chat? Uh, sure. But I don't know what the question was. How's it different than something else? Something, My son. Something about being coerced from leaving home. Well, I, Hillary wasn't coerced. Yeah, let's just leave it at that point because I I, I don't want this to get personal. Once again, yeah, in the super chat. It's fine. Let's I just don't it. think your audience is going to be that interested, but they may be. I don't know. Destiny's blowing us up. You can talk about anything you want to right now. But I was going to say, if it's if it's something that the, if you think that, I was going to say, obviously the Super Chatter was kind of leaning into, I think maybe, I mean, I haven't seen too much content from either side, but if that's something yeah. that you. You'd have to know, you'd have to know a, a fair amount of lore to <laughs> get it. Lore. All right. I like that. 
I like yeah. that. Well, that's that's a great way of phrasing it. Well, if you want to talk about it, we can. If we want to move on, we can do that as well. I didn't even catch the question. I'm, I mean, I'd be inclined to just move on, but. Yeah, let's do that. Uh, do, 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 do. Oh, let's see here. So, uh, Ivory. Uh, we're going to move on from that one as well. Once again, let's let's try to keep it keep it civil everybody um, if i can take a minute if i can take a minute in in order like so that i, I don't seem like i'm obfuscating you're yeah. welcome to come to my channel which is ben thorpe without an e and i have aka abel a-b-e-l uh, and i also have a discord that's called the same right grace mm -hmm. ben thorpe aka yeah. abel grace has her own channel grace Th thorpe aka joan and she has a discord grace thorpe is that right AKA it's, it's Gracie. It's it's in my about Gracie section. Goose. On my, okay, yeah. and you're welcome to contact us. I think we're in the descriptions below. Her mother also has a disc uh, a, a channel uh, called Thorpa Tokos and a Discord, and her brother has a Discord also. So you can contact us, and we're happy to answer these sorts of questions. And we are also streamers, so. Well, I uh, yeah, uh, we will definitely. Uh definitely let you plug that and uh with that being said uh not so erudite where can everybody find you uh since we aren't at our closing statements quite yet but uh you know where ben just took that opportunity to tell everybody where he's at can you tell us where everybody can find you um uh damn i'm in such snark mode um it's okay be snarky about it well, I was going to say in your mom's bedroom. Uh, where you'll actually well, find me no. is uh, YouTube, Kick, uh, Twitter, kind of all, all the basics. Uh, not so erudite. Uh, that's spelled E-R-U-D-I-T-E, and it's all one word. Um, so if you like if you like spicy debates and uh, base takes, come on over. All right. And uh, what about you, Stephen? Uh, YouTube.com/destiny, Instagram.com/destiny. All right. Excellent. I think everybody's been uh been properly plugged there. What about you Grace Thorpe? Do you have a separate channel of your own as well? Yeah, it's uh, it's Grace Thorpe aka Joan. I I stream a lot. I have, to, I have panels and stuff. I re do reactions and dances stuff like that. It's a lot of fun. We're also while we're plugging, we're going to have a post debate debate on the Tom Foolery show to which everyone's welcome and we have sort of uh well, I'm not going to say definitely uh, secured uh, Milo Yiannopoulos as a debater, but we're going to rehash this in a three-way debate, positive, neutral, and negative after this debate, if we don't die of exhaustion. <laughs> yeah, so Tom Foolery Show on YouTube. Yeah. All right, excellent. And uh, to the live chat, if any, uh, I, I've seen a couple people, or maybe it's the same person asking why I'm not reading certain Super Chats, is because they're just, uh, you know, insulting things to the people that came out here to speak tonight and we appreciate everybody who came out here to speak tonight regardless of whether you agree with them so uh you, you know i i warned you of that at the beginning so we appreciate anybody who puts money into a super chat but if it's a tax against our speakers <clears throat> that's 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 for you all right let's continue on so we're happy with a tax. Just long, complicated questions about lore are difficult. <laughs> Something like that, right? 
Grace, what do you define as red flags in a romantic rom- a relationship? That's from Same Cloth for $5. I think she just left. Oh, she just left. Can we hold it? Oh, well, well, we'll just wait for her to come back and we'll ask uh, a different question. It seems like most of our questions are to both of you, so maybe we should wait till. He's coming right back. He's got my own. It's all good. Uh, for Ben Thorpe, $10 from Cookie Blunsta. How is Hillary's situation? Good question. My bad. Did I? Did I oh, sorry. I, I asked about red flags. Red flags. What are. What? What was it? What are red flags for you? Um, Red flags? In a relationship uh, is what the question was. I would say if somebody's lying to you, if they're hiding things, if they uh, don't really want to talk, if they get distant, if they lash out at you when something else is wrong in their life, that kind of stuff. Pretty basic. All right. And uh, the next super chat that we had is for Ben Thorpe. How is Hillary's situation? Was that a question? How is Hillary's situation? <laughs> that's for Ben, yeah. How is, is that a question? That's a serious question? I think so. They're asking... What is it? That's not a full sentence. You're missing words. How is Hillary's situation? I, I, I think they're trying to get you guys to fill in the gaps there, but we can just move on if, uh, if that's lacking too much context. It's just incomprehensible. Is not good. Is much sad. Is not good. Is much sad. All right. Well, let's continue on from there. Uh, uh, let's see. Five dollars. Everyone, head to the Samoose channel. Um, yeah, we won't read the rest of that. Once again, people, keep it civil. Uh, in the live chat, eleven dollars from Nina. Ben and Grace in the herd slash Depp trial. Depp testified that he'd removed himself from fights before those got physical in order to de-escalate the situation. Was he being abusive by doing that? Um, no, no. But I, I would, yeah, I mean, there's a difference between removing, I, I would say if your fights are getting to the point where they're going to get physical between a man and a woman, the relationship is almost guaranteed to be over, like, it's if it's going to get violent. But yeah, you should remove yourself before it gets to that point, I would say. That's different than removing yourself because you don't like the conversation anymore or because you feel cornered or you want to use it as a power move. But of course, the context matters. All right, excellent. And I've, I've I've rechecked the super chat, and it doesn't look like it's uh, two pointed here. It's just uh, relating to the situation uh, about uh, domestic abuse, I think. So Ivory for five dollars. Grace, is it a good idea for a family member to stay with an aggressive family member if they threaten to put a fist through the family member's head? <laughs> um. The- I, uh, I know what they're referring to. Uh, depends if they're joking around or if it's serious. If it's serious, then no, that person sounds violent. Okay. All right, let's uh, continue on there. Um, 
Uh, stay curious. Uh, can we go back to talking about Ohama Beach? JK, uh, I, I'm not sure what you're talking about. If you're talking about my my shirt there, I don't know. Uh, let's. I brought up that. Omaha Beach, uh, which is, is the the, oh. the landing of the allied forces in france okay i was gonna say i thought they might be talking about my cosmic breeze shirt i was gonna say if you want to elaborate on that you can go ahead but uh, they did put but i think they were just kidding. kidding yeah they did put just kidding so we can continue on hi underscore i'm um date mike uh is the name of the super chatter ten dollars to the thorps thoughts on my bratty sis and channels like that my bratty sis? Yeah. Has anybody seen that? Or I'm not sure what that is. Uh, it's a porn site. It's a troll comment. Jesus. Okay. Well, thanks for that. I was going to say that 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 might explain. Oh, I, I I do have a point about that. You mean that's an that's that's about incest? Yes. yes. Oh, okay. So. I don't know. I don't know the background here, but Stephen, you've talked about this issue. I think. Am I? Is that a troll that told me that? Nope. I love talking about incest. Okay. So, and okay. and you're just saying like seriously, right? Like it's an interesting topic, or is that a yeah. joke? It's an interesting topic. Yeah. Okay. And I do think that the fascination, because that's a a very, uh, what is it? Like that's a very popular category on you know, and within porn. And I think that uh, COVID had something to do with intensifying that. I think it's interesting. I'd love to have a talk with you about it sometime. And I, you know, I, I understand the, the implication, but I do think it's, in, it's interesting. Okay. Now that you're an orbiter. Yeah. A Thorbiter. <laughs> All right, so where we are at the end of our super chats, uh, unless we get anything last minute, we are going to close out. So for closing statements, we are going to do a minute for each of our panelists here, uh, where we've gone through all of our super chats. Um, I, I, I would say where we are right now, we should start with Grace. Uh, we'll let you start with your one minute closing. Okay, give me one second. Okay, um, what we came here tonight to debate uh, is whether Steven Crowder is innocent, I believe, of being called abusive or an abuser. Um, I think our opposition essentially brought up that he was controlling, which we proved he was not, that he was unwilling to work together with her, which he actually was the one who wanted to have the conversation with her, and she was the one leaving and disengaging. That his tone was derisive and they gave for examples that, you know, telling her that the only way out of this bad situation was discipline and respect was derisive when in fact that's perfectly fine to say to somebody, especially if they are failing you. Um, they said that he was spiteful by telling her things that she was failing at, which is it's not spiteful, it's just a harsh honesty, harsh truth, which you owe to your partner sometimes. And, uh, you know, I don't think they would say he is an abuse, he is an abuser, but that he uh that he displays abusive behavior then that they would say that's definitely true and i would say that is absolutely not true he is a frustrated man whose wife is disengaging winding him up and then later saves the tape of this argument and uses it against him to attack the father of her children and the man she married nine years or nine she was married to for nine years to hurt him personally so 
not only was he is he innocent of abusing anyone, misusing or mistreating him, her, but he it was also abused by his wife saving this conversation. So Steven Crowder, if you're out there, I think it's terrible that you're being attacked by your wife. She shouldn't do this to you. Maybe it's not her fault, but you are being publicly attacked on the deepest level. She's trying to wreck you. And uh, I think you need some feminine support in your life. So let me know. Uh, yeah, my closing position remarks, is... Eridate? Yep. Sorry. Uh, my position is the same. Uh, I think three minutes is uh, woefully insufficient to make many claims about the nature and dynamic of these two people's relationship. I think it's also important to point out that nobody actually cares about these two in their relationship. It's just a talking point. Um, I think in this video, Stephen Crowder looks bad. Uh, the problem is that that might be the purpose in the video. Uh, it probably is to some degree. The <laughs> issue is just because it might be the purpose in releasing the video, it doesn't mean that Stephen Crowder wasn't awful in his relationship. The problem is that there's so much necessary required context. It is hard to know everything. And there's a lot of ambiguous statements made between the both of them that nobody has context for. Um, I think it is better to probably wait for uh, the divorce trial to go forward. Um, if more things get released publicly, you'll be able to weigh in more clearly. But at this point, we have a three-minute video, uh, which is woefully insufficient for much. The end. All right. Over to you, Ben. I would say uh, that my position on this issue is part of a larger nexus of positions that I would say I would call being a centrist edgelord. As a Catholic, on the one hand, of course, traditional marriage is a healthy thing, one man, one woman, and their kids. However, especially in our times, the reality is that a lot of people, for various reasons, bring a lot of baggage. There's been a breakdown of the family. So a lot of people get into, want, want to do the traditional thing and can't actually live it out in our society, the church, churches, people on the internet need to be much more open to the possibility that a lot of times people don't necessarily go into this with enough to follow through. And I especially appeal to women, including Grace's mother, who is watching at this time to say, we do need to find a way without blaming the spouse for for there to be a resolution and there can be a resolution. It can be okay to get over your head, to find yourself in a situation that's overwhelming and you can't just walk away and blame the other person. And uh, there needs to be much more healing. I think divorce is a terrible curse um, and I don't think we need to do it. So, right. and also Steven Crowder, give me a call. All right. Let's uh, kick it over to destiny to close us out for one minute. Yeah, I mean, I, I think that the behavior was clearly abusive. I think that our two interlocutors here have a pretty insane standard for what they would consider abuse. Um, I would say you have the right to walk away from any conflict at any given point in time if you're like you are emotionally dysregulated or your partner is emotionally dysregulated. And anytime you find yourself in the presence of somebody else that is constantly making you feel uncomfortable, constantly making you second guess whether you are feeling okay or not, and is constantly forcing you to take their aggressive behavior and reframe it in a way that makes you okay with it, even though you're not, I think is a surefire sign that we are probably uh, within some type of dynamic that you not only can take a break from if you need to, but you have every right to take a break from. So. I uh, I think that I didn't hear any adequate 
reasons given why it was so evil for Hillary to say she wanted to take a step back other than to uh, constantly pontificate about some situations related to Crowder and his wife giving up uh, that we were never really given any more information about. All right, you guys heard it here first. All uh, right, is Stephen Crowder innocent? This is our debate on Modern Day Debate. Thank you, Grace Thorpe, Ben Thorpe, Not So Erudite, and Destiny for being here. Uh, everybody in live chat, thanks for hanging out and for your super chats. Uh, we will be back. Uh, and uh, once again, thank you all for attending this debate. And uh, have a good night, everybody. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member? For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.